are with Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 2, Episode 9. We are in June 2022, and today we have... Brendan as the Storyteller. Peter as the Radial Star, the Celestial Sensor, a Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of the Gatimians. All right, gang. So, uh, we celebrated the New Year's in the only way that Exalted know how, which is uh, saving the fucking world. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up what happened uh, last session. Melting the Tower of we London. We fed an evil fat. wizard to an omnibus. Yes. That yeah. you did. So, with uh, with New Year's celebrations wrapped up, um, what does y'all's, uh, I guess, New Year's Day look like? What is the, uh, what is the, we've successfully defeated the uh, the evil guy with the monologue uh, hangover look like? So much gin. <laughs> so much well, you gin. are in London. <laughs> uh, right, it was just busy getting rid of all that fat acid thing that was deposited from the top tower of London. You're cleaning like, the tower of London? I thought we agreed we wouldn't do that. <laughs> You're going to do that. I do myself. <laughs> Fucking me up all those obsidian you know, butterfly things. Cleaning you know. up after our combats. Jesus. Uh, I mean, in fairness, he, in fairness, he does have all of the... Uh, all, all the, the, the charms to make that go very quickly. I want the guard to walk in and, like, shit himself. Be like, what happened here? Are those statues alive? Was there a trap where they shot arrows at people and those people weren't killed and went on to cause more danger? Was it always like that? Could I have been killed by that trap? I want that guy to, to ask those questions. I'm sure that in the morning he asked those questions. Because, I mean... Well, I mean, well, no, actually, you know what? If Pete, if Pete cleaned it up really well, right, I'm did. pretty sure that he, you guys left no evidence. Oh no, there's going to be like one glass obsidian that was missed, and then we we're going to get detective who, who's I, his name on our case. Sherlock Holmes. No, I was going to go for somebody else, but I couldn't think of anybody that wasn't Sherlock Holmes. Grissom. Why shit has to John Grissom? Yeah. We'd end up with Inspector Clouseau. Oh, yes. Ah, yes, Inspector Clouseau and his friend Encyclopedia Brown. (laughs) And Rand Bertan, hamburgers eat people. So, after cleaning up the Tower of London, uh, where do you all congregate back at uh, to deal with your... uh, Destroyed an evil guy hangover, I guess. Do we want to wreck Peter's place partying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I would always rather go to the mansion rather than the sewers. But... Fair, fair. <laughs> it's more festive. I don't think there's room for four people in Layla's apartment, so... <laughs> Wow, Layla's flat must be like just the like. Is is it a studio apartment? Is that what it it's is? A convert, no, it's it's a converted space between what used to be two different row houses, and once upon a time was an alley. So literally every part of her apartment 
if you're a particularly large man, you can stretch your arms out and touch both walls. God. So it's like narrow, but so the apartment is narrow, but really fucking long. Sir, as as someone who uh, grew up in my formative years in uh, in Philadelphia row houses with my grandparents, that just hit like a core memory. So uh, thank you. But also, I know exactly what that looks like. (laughs) Yeah, no, not a row house. What used to be the alley between two of them, and then they put mm. up walls. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So not Layla's place, and not the sewers. I guess that. Means... Unless we want to party like laid out end to end. No. I mean, we could go to party with a party wizard. Oh God! You guys could go and party with the party wizard. It is the night to do that. Do you guys want to hit up uh, Earl, the local cult of ecstasy? I mean, after... I mean, yeah, because we were on the mission with all of them, technically, because everybody you was... You are yeah. right. It's been, it it's, been too ma- it's been too many weeks for me to after remember. After party. Yeah. yeah. So, let's dial it back a little bit and not have me ask you guys questions and more like me just be like, okay, so... Now that you guys have uh, done all of this and uh, helped the local mages basically uh, stop the apocalypse. um, And survived a cult ecstasy party. (laughs) You all meet back up with the local mage populace uh, or the local mage cabal that's uh, that's been hanging out uh, with you all. Um, Everybody is there. Earl, uh, wherever you guys want to party, Earl can get you guys into that club uh, free of charge. If you guys want some drugs, he's got them. If you guys want some drinks, he's got the hookup. You guys are kind of uh, his, let's just say uh, his his guests of honor. And uh, there's a lot of him throwing uh, a little bit of his literal weight around and just kind of, unless of course you guys literally tell him not to, he's probably going to like put his arm like around your shoulders and like really just kind of get you guys to party up with him. He's probably not going to do that with Layla because she's like shows up sort of friction burned and also smelling like boiled sinners. (laughs) So like, Oh, unless he's got a unless he's got like a snap your fingers and have a shower spell, she's gonna have to dip out somewhere before turning. That's the invitation. Who is that country? <laughs> oh no! Uh, so you show up like that, and the uh, the, uh, the the verbena girl uh, who was hanging out with them uh, looks at you and goes, "Oh, honey, what happened to you? I'm <sighs> what's." Let's get you fixed up. And she like takes you off to like the side to like basically clean you up and uh, perform some uh, some some life magic on you to get you healed up and not as burned. Sweet. Hey, I mean, the party was just rewind the clock on, you know, Valera's clothes or something like that before they started smelling. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what Kentucky Fried Center smells like, but I can't imagine it's very pleasant. <laughs> and uh, she just went swimming in. Uh, the 
Verbena uh, basically just kind of like gets your wounds healed up and uh, gets the, uh, the the rest of the the rest of the gang to kind of come over and help out. Uh, Tobias comes by and uh, uh, basically helps with a little bit of like matter magic to uh, to, to fix up your clothes and uh, get rid of the get rid of the funky smell. Uh, the uh, if you want if you want some. Uh, if you want to erase it from your brain, uh, the 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 punch mage will help you with that. If you want to just forget about the experience, <laughs> um, does he, he accomplish that by punching me in the head really hard? Is that how that works? Uh, no, no. He 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 would like te- teach you some breathing techniques and then Not do boring. some mind magic on you. <laughs> Not boring. Uh, he's no no punch master. He's no punch master, unfortunately. He doesn't have the charms for it. <laughs> so, um, unless, of course, you guys want any specific scenes uh, with any of the mages, um, they're going to just party it out with you guys. Um, the only real big thing that I can think of uh, going forward is that, like, I think that at some point, like Tobias, uh, probably sits down with Rowan and like, I guess gets to know the new Rowan, like so that, you know, you two can still be like good buds. (laughs) All right. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Like, like at some, at some point he has like the, the drunken conversation with you of like, bro, I know you're not my Rowan. I know you're not my Brent. You're not my buddy from the architecture firm but you're an okay guy uh, that's great because I already one. knew you but you don't know me wonderful glad, yeah, glad well, we got over this no yeah but I can get to know you bud bud right <laughs> right yeah so I'm gonna he's gonna like slide you a drink and be like dude you're not drunk enough for this <laughs> he is we just we just we just saved the world, man. Have a, have a gin and tonic. My bro on have a you know brewski. So many gins, so many, so gins much gin. Um, but yeah. Um, if there's anything you guys want to talk to them about, any uh specific things, I I didn't really have a whole lot planned for uh them having a party with you guys, but if you guys have anything you want to ask them, uh, now would be the time. They're all open books and probably more intoxicated than they should be. It's the only thing that asks us about that mage that works with uh, Mifras, I guess. You know anything what's going on there, I suppose. Oh, Teddy, the one that didn't show up. Yeah. Um... Who do you want to ask about that, or just all of them in general? Um, well, the, I don't think we have any other virtual adepts, so I guess in general we'll be asking, really. Okay, yeah. Uh, to your knowledge, he is the only virtual adept in town. Um, and just kind of like asking them all in general, um, you get a lot of mixed responses about that. Um, Tobias... And um, the Verbena chick, whose name I am forgetting off the t- for some reason, um, both kind of give you like kind of like shrugs, like, I don't know, like we 
we put the call out to him and he just uh, didn't show up. It was uh, it was a little weird. We thought that he was part of our, our crew here. Um, on the opposite end of that, um, the Akashic uh, Danzen um, is very much like uh, the, the best way to, that I could describe his reaction to you asking about him is fuck that guy. I hope he burns. He's the, he's the worst member of our cabal. He doesn't even show up when we ask him to, when, when the world's on the line, fuck him. I hope he's dead. He didn't even send his hologram. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even send his damn hologram. He's useless. Absolutely useless. Uh, on the opposite end of that, Earl, uh, the older and, as far as you can tell, potentially the leader of the local Cabal of Mages, um, despite having a lot of drinks in him, he's talking pretty intelligently. He's just like, yeah, we sent out the call to Teddy, and he... Well, he said that he had some other things to take care of that were of just as much importance. Um, you know, he's done some favors for me in the past to make sure that certain, uh, that basically that the, the police couldn't follow my trail sometimes whenever that, uh, the techn the technocrats were onto me. Um, so, you know, I, I, I didn't really question it. He said that he had some other very important business to attend to tonight. Um, Peter, uh, Peter or anyone else who is looking, who is talking to them about this specific subject, if you could give me a perception and empathy roll. Empathy. Hmm. I guess I'll have to substitute my... There it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty on this one is going to be an eight. Eight. Okay, that's a 12 success with an excellency. Holy <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Okay, how how okay. Okay. Um <laughs> wasn't expecting a problem to be solved. Wasn't oh, expecting gosh. you to get that, so give me just a moment. Um <laughs> uh, we already broke our GF fifteen minutes in on the dot. <laughs> it's an accomplishment. Woo. What was it okay? I shouldn't say I wasn't expecting you to get that. I wasn't expecting you to get that many successes on that is probably <laughs> more accurate. Uh. Um, you know, from talking to all of them that Earl is lying about something uh, concerning Teddy. Um, specifically, he is lying about having, um, not about having, uh, about Teddy giving him a good enough reason to not show up. 
And when that you uh when when then he uh when like you get this feeling that like he is not only lying about it, but he's trying to cover for Teddy for something else. So what do you do with this information? Good question. Well, I guess as I'm still on the roll for my things for a couple more turns here, I guess I could, uh, you know, listen in, you know, try pressing a bit more, asking him like, oh, you know, is he also saving the world? You know, that seems unlikely that they're two different, you know, end of the world happening at the same time. You gonna be honest with me, buddy? You've got the same fucking dice pool to draw him out, don't you? No, no, it replaces one specific dice pool, doesn't it? I mean, Um, empathy with this, so if it's like, oh, charisma or something, then... Yeah, yeah, if you want to roll... uh, So I would say... Manipulation, empathy. I was going to actually say, you sound like you're trying to be persuasive here. (laughs) So I was actually going to say manipulation, empathy. Well, good thing that's, you know, also a five, like, just like Perception. Mm-hmm. So, and you also get your specialty bonus. Yeah. Yeah, that's just nine successes. Oh, is, is that all? Just nine. Uh, yes, I would, say, I would say that it's still at an eight for him. He's, uh, he's an older Cult of Ecstasy who's been around the block and knows how to, like, guard himself. But with eight oh. successes... He looks to you and just kind of like sighs, puts his hand on like the bridge of his nose and just shakes his head and goes, uh, yeah, hey, uh, follow me out here. I got to go for a smoke. And like, you know, he escorts you out to like... Basically, like the 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 alleyway of the club that you guys are in, and he pulls out a cigarette and like lights it and just starts smoking, and he's just like, "Teddy's on a secret mission from uh, our archmage. He's dealing with some uh, some real esoteric bullshit on the uh, on the digital web." Uh, there's been, uh, some break-ins with a lot of, uh, a lot of the information that he's been hoarding. Uh, someone's been breaking into his, uh, his, I guess his, his treasure trove, you would call it. Uh, haven't seen it before. We think it might be technocracy, but we're not a hundred percent sure. Oh, that's concerning. He's been, uh making sure that everything's up to date. Uh, unfortunately, Teddy's also uh, got all of our information, so if people get into that information, basically, the whole uh, the, the whole night society, the whole vampires, werewolves, mages, everybody that's in town goes tits up if Teddy goes down. Oh boy, it's nothing. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, well, 
she promised that it would be safe and secure and hidden behind multiple firewalls and different computer blockades. And he said it was absolutely uncrackable and come to find out someone finally found out where the asshole lives. So he's having to move everything. Ah, the rubber holes in your decryption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least that's what he told me. I don't know that. I'll be honest. It was just a phone call. I've never met the guy in person. But. If he was lying to me, I couldn't tell you. It's he sounded pretty, pretty scared about something that was happening tonight. Uh. Sounded like, I don't know, maybe, maybe whoever's, whoever's, uh, his elder, whoever's his, uh, his, his master, his, his teacher, whatever, uh, has got, got his nuts in a vice. So, uh, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt, I guess. And, you know, well. We have to see a time over here if we just rewind the thing to see that conversation. We technically could do some analysis of whether he's lying or not. Nah, that would be too much. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to use that time machine, I'd rather you go in, instead of uh, instead of seeing it from my end, I'd rather you go see it from his if you can track him down. Yeah, we'd have to first find him, so be some deeper correspondence thing I probably he is the type that doesn't want to be found so it might be even harder then mm-hmm. well and he like finishes his cigarette and like flicks it into like uh into like uh, a cigarette disposal like ash thing whatever and like pats you on the back I don't know man maybe ask your parents about it at some point I guess I'll have to send them an owl or something. Yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't mind you come by, come going by to visit more often, you know? We Good people, recently... though. I... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, we did recently visit Doisatep, so yeah, I guess we'll drop by again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You should totally do that. Uh, but yeah, good people. I, I, uh, the, the stars helped me out a lot when that I was uh, when I was younger. Good people. Anyway, back to the party. Yay. Go back in. There's like, I don't know, like rave music or whatever that sounds like. Doing the oons, 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 oons. Party, 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 party. Any of you guys have anyone else you guys want to interact with before we get to the... uh... Yeah, me, to the mages. Hey. Oh, yes. Okay. Please go on. Where are my souls? I asked for you guys to get me souls from the Save the World mission. Did you do that? Oh, you mean the the people who the, we had to fight during that yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we got you uh, ten cultists all together. 
Cultists. I don't know. How good are their souls? Compare their soul to like a person next to like an elder vampire. What scale would these souls be on, objectively speaking? And if Sadness asks the mages. <laughs> they look at you and go, that's a that's a very weird, weird scale there. Uh, the punch wizard comes forward. Dan's in. Just goes, well, uh, I'd say on, on a scale to uh, newbie vampire or, you know, regular mage to uh, what you all fought. I'd, I'd say they're right around the middle. All right. That's awesome. Excellent. Perfect. All right. I'm just going to gather these up in their receptacles and put them in my inventory. Right. Yeah. Um, where did you want them delivered to? Resilidex. My uh, my possession. Like. Oh, right, right, yeah. Hand over the stones or something. Yeah, like, we're getting delivered into my possession? Because we <laughs> Right, 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 sorry. Render still, unto still Kaiser. Still new to this. Definitely not, not a part of the GM forgetting that this was a thing that you gave me. <laughs> and, uh... New crafting system, listeners. Fire souls. They, uh, they hand the souls over to you in little gems. Perfect. You can go over what they're worth. Uh, I'll wrap the gems in tissue paper. I'll put the tissue paper in a box. I'll put the box in the bag, and I will label the bag for tor- Torment Nexus. <laughs> I'll put the bag in my poncho, in a pouch inside the poncho, probably in the chest. There's probably like a little like pouch for like your smokes and like snacks and stuff. Ah, uh, yes, right in the, the the smoke patch for the poncho. Yeah. For the torment nexus. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So you have uh, you, you have those? Perfect. Ten medium souls or five very good souls or 20 people souls, however you want to quantify it. I would say... F- you said ten cultists. Souls? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, ten cultists. Um, yeah. Ten of what you said. End of Sadness has no further uh, input on this party other than to hang out. And I guess argue with whoever knows about the Outer Wilds. Like the the game. Oh, okay. I was like... uh, One of these fucking wizards... No, one of these fucking wizards plays the Outer Wilds and they're going to introduce End of Sadness to it. End of Sadness is going to get hot. Yes, Teddy. (laughs) Yeah, that would be Teddy. Um... I was hoping to be any you know, other mage than the traitor mage that ain't here. Tobias, mate. Yeah, Tobias was probably played the Outer Wilds. All right, perfect. That's it. Yeah, man, it's super. Ah, no, you know, you know who else has probably played it or watched a watched a let's play of it? Earl, Earl because it has a time loop function in it. <laughs> he al- he also suggests death loop to you. I don't know. Bethesda games have terrible controls. They make you motion sick. Isn't that like the main problem with the Outer Wilds that a lot of people get motion sick from it? No, Arcane Lands, whatever they program in first person shooting, they just have, there's there's a problem with it. They never, like, go back and look at Prey. This is End of Sadness talking. Go back and look at Prey. Like, the gun movement, the gunplay, the walking, the panning, it's, it just has this stickiness to it. It makes you sick. Um, okay. You, you, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll go check that back out when I get some time now that we're not, uh, 
accidentally, you know, saving the world and everything. You guys are great. You know, I can't imagine us having to having to have dealt with that without y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 Earl is uh Earl is kinda like looking to Leywin being like, Yeah, you are pretty amazing. Where's your band? I don't think the oh, band knows. Yeah, I, I do try to ex- uh, minimize their exposure to like vampires and evil wizards and shit. Yeah, if Layla were to tell them about all the things she does, then the Green Goblin would break in on a recording and take one of them hostage. Huh. Yeah, man, there's a, I've there's seen There's a that. squinty look going on as she tries to decode whether that's just end of sadness being end of sadness or whether that's sarcasm. I mean... <laughs> It's a little bit of both. <laughs> it's a little yeah, bit of man. everything. Yeah, man, you gotta have your secret identity or all your super villains that you let live are gonna come and get your friends and family. <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's not a threat or a promise. I've seen I've seen Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh god. So listen, so Layla, if you uh if you if you get uh if you want to get the band back together, I got some pull in the club scene here. You know, I can uh, I can set you up. And she brightens up immediately, although at, after a moment, there's this kind of hard shadow that passes over her face there and gone. This, she's heard this line from a supernatural motherfucker before. Listen, listen. Actually, yeah, that would be... That, that's... Uh, That'd be very kind of you. Uh, we're, uh, just about, what, what? we're just about to uh, lose our current patron that's been helping us along. Mm. So definitely be in the market for a new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I mean, you know, for me, not for that guy. Uh, but, uh, hmm. He looks to you and kind of sees, like, that change of expression and then, like, kind of nods and goes, listen. If we do any work together, I'll make sure to get it all in writing. It'll be all up above board, all, all up and up. Nothing changes without uh, both uh, my consent and uh, you and your whole band's consent. All right. I've seen I've seen that look before for some other talents that I've helped out. I don't want to. I don't want to screw people over no more. Right. It's a hard pound. It's a hard pound to work in. That sounds so, good. Yeah. He nods, like pats you, on, pats you on the back. It's like, yeah. Can't wait to hear you play again. And, uh, yeah, so at some point he will come to At some point in the near future, he will come to you with, like, a, like, I don't want to say recording, but, like, a, like, basically like a, an agreement of being like hey i'll set you up with gigs and like we get a fair share of the profit because i'm t- yada yada band nonsense mm-hmm. manager i'll be your manager yeah agent whatever that's the word i'll be the princess carolyn's here bojack horseman i don't know why that's the only reference that came to my mind at that i mean it's a good one I think that's the first time you all that anyone in this podcast has complimented me on it on my choice of shows. 
<laughs> you have fine picks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I mean, you listen to our show, so obviously... Be- <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, you're fine. It's, it, you have fine taste and shows. I'm like, yeah, that's true. We haven't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. acceptable. It's acceptable. We're good. We're good. Anyway. Uh, I just so, thought it has to ditch out of this party, like, as soon as they now, realize that they forgot shit. So they're going to have one of the mages cover while the party keeps on going and come back later. What did you forget? What the did gifts? you forget? The gifts. Oh. The mage that's going to cover for you is going to... Uh, Earl is going to look to you and be like, wait, you forgot gifts for people? Well, not for you. For them. No, for them. For your friends? You know what? When you see what one of the gifts are, you're going to feel like a real fucking fool in a couple of hours. Am I, though? And I'm sad as we'll leave. Earl's Earl's going to, like, grab you on the shoulder. Okay. Don't you remember our shenanigans from a couple months ago? Yeah, uh, vaguely. It's been a couple years. You never forgot those gifts. Come with me to the bathroom. Oh, um, <laughs> if you're trying to do a time travel thing, you're sorely mistaken. All right, let's go. <laughs> I, I wasn't here for the session, so this is getting steadily more terrifying without <laughs> yes, All right, so we're going to scene swipe. It sounds like the sadness is about to be assaulted in the fucking men's room. Right? <laughs> okay, look, so if, if, if this mage has the gift thing taken care of ahead of time, then that means we're going to be in that bathroom for, a, for like an hour. <laughs> I, more than one person in this party is just going to assume you're fucking back there. Just full disclosure. Yeah, and the sadness don't care about that. That's fine. Anyway, so <laughs> show me what you, you go, got. You go back there. And on on the trip back there, he's like, okay, so uh, your gifts are at, at your at your place, right? More or less. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, how long do you think it will take you to get to the place and back? Like an hour. Man, we party in here and you're going to spend a whole hour? Okay. Um I mean, we no, could we could I can get no, one no, I can get no. one of them delivered and the other one I already have. The third one I just need like a I just need some time in here. Can you just okay, give me some time you, in here? Oh, you know what I need? I need some time in here and I need a like a little tiny premature baby incubator from the local hospital. Go get one for me. That's a weird get, but uh, tell you what. Um, I was going to have robots steal it in the middle of the night, but I feel like you can get it faster. You are right. I can get it faster. It's almost like it was always here in the next stall over. Oh, opens the toilet stall. Perfect. All right. Glad there's not a baby in there. I'm glad you did not misinterpret that. No, of course rough. not. What do you rough. think I am? Some kind of crap sack genie? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. And the starts stripping and will smash a bottle on the counter and start cutting into their chest cavity. Oh, you wanted oh. to be here for this, boyo. I I was what? <laughs> See swipe an hour. I was gonna I was gonna say, okay. Okay. He's just he he like Unfortunately, he locked the bathroom door, and now there's just screaming. 
Because you said the gifts were here, so I'm assuming everything I need is here. Good, good. An hour later. <laughs> everything everything you need is here because you Perfect. all already went back in time. Yeah, and got it. yeah, we did do two that. Hours, right. Two hours before you defeated the Nefandus. Oh, yeah, no. Who knew yeah, you would do that? Right. Uh, it's been set sense. up here the whole time, so we don't have to go over this whole plot point again. Exactly. An uh, hour later, End of Sadness leaves the washroom with different clothes on than they had on before. Uh, Earl comes oh. out with a look of horror on his face. And the sadness looks a little pale, like they need some orange juice. <laughs> look, I, I know we're partying, but can you just get me a glass of mixer? No vodka. He gets... He get He... I was about to say, he orders a screwdriver, no vodka, and then gets the vodka separately for himself. There we go. I just need mixer. <laughs> he hands you some orange juice and he just takes like the vodka and just the things I've seen. Oh, don't be a baby. Anyway. He looks at you and goes, listen, I've hung out with you Thanatos and that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the least showy to the most showy. Anyway, present your <laughs> gifts to your friends or whatever. All right, I'll go find Rowan before I go find Layla. Hey, Rowan. Are you there, Rowan? Yes. In the party. Hey, oh. Rowan, how you doing? How's the party going? You feeling, you feeling awake? You feeling good? I've got a lot of gin. It's great. That's, that's yeah. Great. All right, so I got you a gift. It's a little oh. box. It's wrapped. You should open the box. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh... I guess, do you, do you want me to open it here, or? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, he will clumsily, very clumsily, because he's very drunk at this point, open the box. It's a four-pack of four loco, but it looks a little different. Uh, oh. What's different about it, and why is it four loco? Oh, uh, if your character, you know, the end of status, you will dick around with this a bunch, but eventually end of status will point it out. You'll look at the box. The copyright date is from this year, like it's new. They don't make Four Loco anymore. You invented Four Loco again? No, no. I tracked down the original copyright holders and then blackmailed them through the dark web. And then I got their formula and then I copyrighted our own version of it through an open source hack collectivist group I know. And then I had the technology to make it put into a tiny like boutique brewery that can do like, I don't know, 100 cans a year. And those are the forced cans from it oh because the keys are taped on the inside of the box because the brewery is yours what it's a little tiny boutique brewery it has a has a loft on the the top floor uh, oh yeah i bought it from this cryogenics company called phoenix holdings they didn't have any use for it What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they owned it either, okay? But they did, and I bought it from them. This is part of the Wraith lore. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is a really weird Orpheus callback I'm making. Don't worry about it too much. All right. Uh, thank you? Uh, You're welcome. You don't have a house, and I figured you'd want a house. Not so loudly. <laughs> but th- <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot, I... The address is oh. on the, the card, you know, so you oh, can thank you. know how to get home. <laughs> <laughs> he is very drunk right now. Uh, yeah. 
Perfect. All right. <laughs> All right. Layla's next. Layla's, Layla's pleasantly into the evening and when end of sadness approaches, she looks up for a drink. <laughs> Did you know that there's a place for landlords who flayed an inch at a time made to eat their own skin really? after they die? Not in London, but like after they die. Oh, that makes a lot more sense, but that's also really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever dream about that? The first time I did. And then I only ever had one dream afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I got something for you as a going away present. Um, but, but, oh, you, oh, I thought you were hitting it off with Earl. I guess, so you're still shipping out, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I figured we'd pack it on in now that we're in the new year. It's all, what's the word, auspicious. I don't think anything ever is for people like us. Mm, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? I got you something. Now. You shouldn't have. Now. Probably. It's not magical, but I think it has a little bit of magic to it. It's a guitar case. Like, the physical structure of it is a guitar case with a guitar inside of it. Aww. You explain that so weird that, like, I'm not sure that what you've actually given her is a guitar in a guitar case, or if, like, there's more to it. There is yeah, more to like, it when you open it and see the guitar. Okay, okay. okay yeah, okay. yeah, like, I, I'm honestly like your box here. isn't box-shaped, it's guitar case-shaped, because it's a guitar case, clearly with a guitar inside of it. Not like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like rolls of coins in it so you can bash people with it. Before we figure out what's in there, I'm, I'm going to just put this out there. I'm expecting uh, the, the the vampire transformation scene in From Dust to Dawn, uh, where the mariachi band is actually playing like human <laughs> instruments. So let's let's start off with uh, with what's actually in there. <laughs> All right. Let's lay open the case. She, uh, she puts aside her drink, takes the case into her lap, runs her hands over it. It is a, a sorry. Same. It is a acoustic guitar made out of dinosaur bone. Holy shit! We had a few spare parts left over. Remember when we had to hunt that uh, that triceratops on the ridge? Uh, you made a little chicken. One strum. I could actually get plays. I don't know if it's, um, air quotes, guitar calibrated. I know instruments have to be calibrated. I, I don't know how to do that, but it's made to be an instrument. The guitarist who helped me make it said that it can play. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. You're not the only Jurassic guitar in the world. Right? Thank you. You're welcome. I had a few thoughts about how crazy to go with it. Maybe steal the time travel machine and get it signed by like Freddie Mercury. But I think, I think sometimes enough is enough. You know, I think that's the lesson sometimes. Yeah, no, no, it's, it would be going overboard to yeah. elaborate on top of a, a dino guitar, I think. Yeah. I call. Yeah. This is incredible. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you like it. And that only leaves one for the man who has everything. You got him a mind-eating plant? 
Got him a gift card? <laughs> the original thing I was going to get him was, and this is in character, what I was originally going to get him was on Amazon, you can get these uh, these sheet pans that have a grate you can place over top that have a silicon mat. And it's a lot better than using wax paper because you can just dishwash the silicon mat. They're amazing, Layla. You should get a set for your apartment. But I didn't do that. Where's uh, Where is he? Where are you, Peter? Are you here? Yeah, I definitely have a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, Rogers around, sipping his Guinness or something. All right, Insanus will come on up and hang. Hey. So, I was going to try and do a joke about you being rich and I can't get you anything, but I could get you something, and I thought it was pretty fun. Oh, boy. And Insanus will go under the poncho and pull out a uh, container, like a cylinder that's in, like, a box that's been badly taped and has blood marks on it. Here you go. I wrapped it last, unfortunately. Ah, okay. Should I open it here? Or yeah. is this something that shouldn't be seen in public? Not nah, fine. Anyone who sees it would not know what to do with it. They will go insane. Ah. <laughs> uh, well... I perfectly unwrap the thing and, you know, unfold the paper. It is a incubator with a beating heart inside of it. Like, plugged into its all its ventricles and shit, and it's in, like, goo. Hmm, heart of darkness. For the man who has everything. And when the sentence, like, lifts up their arms to go, ha, 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 it'll, like, the poncho will be askew, and you'll see a big, jagged scar going up, uh, up their chest cavity. Are you proposing to me or something in a weird way? No, you're my art patron, asshole. I was giving you, like, because, like, you're a art. wizard. Okay. And, like, like having material connections to people is, like, important. It's a trust thing. Like, there's, like, layers to it. Uh, I get it, but I don't know whether you got it. No, I, I, well, no, I, I got it. Like, I got it for you. I got it. Okay. Because it's mine. Okay. I still right. think they're proposing. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm getting out of. He's my, he's my rich person patron. Like, the guy who makes the 16th chapel had a, had a guy who bankrolled him. I'm just being appreciative. By giving him your heart. Yeah, why not? I was going to get rid of it anyway, right? Like, you know, might as well put it, give it to a good home, right? Where it'll be appreciated. I feel like you guys aren't getting the the gift. I feel like this gift is not landing with you guys. I'm more interested in can you actually survive mechanically can you survive without a heart as an exalt or do you have the charms to just regrow that back i have a charm that lets me do cyber surgery on myself and replace bits with machine bits so i just pop my heart out for a small yellow cake generator ah you did a clear queen yeah a little why wouldn't i right yeah okay you know what? Okay, fair. I, I think that uh, like, not guys, knowing what process... you did was a little bit lost on me. This process wasn't complicated. I went to all the landfills I could and harvested all the 1940s fire detectors I could and built, you know, a machine to do the thing. To replace my heart. 
We should probably get people to start backing up away from him before they get cancer. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's like it's like bananas or skin. You can't possibly get an effect you through all of the skin and uh, plates I put in. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So well, long as so long as you knew what Lila is just in the corner on a couch cackling for what it's worth. Like that's that's been her reaction. This whole, this whole <sighs> they're proposing to each other. This is adorable. <laughs> that's what, that's what Gaimo saw in the bathroom when it was like break a beer break a beer bottle and start carving in. Get through that rib cage and sternum. Oh goodness! <laughs> drill, oh. baby, drill. I have crafts that needs no tools. Oh boy! Oh. <laughs> Way, guys. Is this You're survivable okay? with enough ox body? It is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it does like a couple aggravated damage. Who cares? What else? Yeah, yellow cake oh, is just you know very low radioactive. Apparently, it has a what half level four billion years. So yeah, there you go. The point is, end of sadness's heart is radioactive. 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 <laughs> radioactive. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Um, well, well then. That was right, the New Year's party. Um, does anyone else have anything else to do before we get on to the other bits? Nothing that's going potatoes? to top that, no. No, nothing. Okay, that's what I figured. Well, go all sing, sing Old Lang Sang. Old Lang Sang, yeah. Ah, yes. And Sadness definitely knows the lyrics to that, like, perfectly. <laughs> they definitely aren't going to stumble through them. <laughs> And the oh, home of the free. Wrong lyrics. That's not. Rowan is belting out the lyrics yeah. for his world. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, okay, so I know that it's going to be really good, but I guess for the sake of since this is a uh, tabletop role playing game, uh, Peter, if you could give me a charisma and performance role. God, what's difficulty? Six. It's a, it's a pretty common song. Every it, you could get the Brits real riled up with it. That's eleven successes. What the? F- you can't stop him. I mean, you know, why wouldn't I always be using my you know charm? Get twenty dice. You're fa- that. That's fair. That's completely fair. Um, there are. Old knowledge of tone and pitch. There are old and young British men who are crying their eyes out at this. Uh, Earl specifically is like weeping tears of joy. Um, And the rest of you uh, who are Brits, uh, I guess. So I guess Layla and, uh, and Rowan, um, However you guys want to react to this uh, emotional... Layla accompanies musically. Music is his opportunity to turn to tune thine oak guitar. Okay, roll it. How many <laughs> you get? Please. Uh, performance and uh, charisma, I guess? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, me, that, that dice pool? Yeah, okay, let's see. Yeah, this is how we show off. All right, let's see where. Nice roller. Oh, and don't forget that you've got that specialty in guitar. Mm hmm. Performance dinosaurs. 15 successes. How many? 
15. Oh, good lord. Yeah, this is my 5 and 5 pool. Um, I finally got to roll it. (laughs) Hey, you got to roll it on game (laughs) 1. And dropped Uh, an excellency on top. Um, okay. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, it's, it's, it's a better performance than, uh, the, the mastering, uh, during the crown when this gets sung during that show. Um, the acoustics in the club are perfect for it. Um, the Jurassic guitar is perfectly reverberates and hits people in their um in in like a core memory kind of uh kind of sense and there are many people weeping including weirdly like Danzen who's an American native and like doesn't understand why this is important but feels how important that the music is huh so I would suggest, like, what if we activated You Can Be More With This and someone got an awakening out of this? Do you have that charm? Do you yes. have that? Oh, I shit. took it. For when we were in Doisetep. Okay. I think that's um, a good stunt for 15 successes and whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he rolls. Yeah. Um, Peter, roll me a single D10. Just let me know what the number is. Okay, let's be a, a physical dice then. Oh, sweet. That's a, that's a four. Okay. Four people that were in this club that heard that are going to awaken within the next 24 hours. Uh, they're not going to awaken during the performance, but the performance is essentially going to set off a chain reaction that is going to have them start uh, falling down certain rabbit holes that uh, calls an avatar to them, and then they awaken. Uh, they might try to find either you or Layla in the coming downtime to be like, hey, you were an inspiration. <laughs> You were an inspiration, and I don't know what's going on then. There are these agents coming after me, and... Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Let me... Real quick, roll for them to see if any of them are going to uh, become tradition mages or become exceptional uh, exceptional citizens. (laughs) So that's what you call them. I'm not familiar with mage lingo. Okay. Um, two of them are gonna are gonna find you guys, and the other two are going to be picked up by the technocracy at some point. But they do technically awaken uh, to their potential. They just go to the wrong side of the track. That's uh, fine. They'll get one more chance to repent before going to the torment nexus. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Listen, depending on which. Uh, which part of the uh, the canon that you subscribe to? The technocracy is not necessarily the bad guys so much as they are just misinformed. I mean, they're definitely not like Nefandus. Hmm. So anyway, is there anything else you all want to do in the club? 
I miss the days when I could have said it's like the difference between like a fascist and a pedophile before like we actually got enough exposure to real fascists to find out that those two that the Venn diagram there is like is just a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like as a storyteller, I like my villains to be a little bit more three dimensional, and I like the idea that not all not all technocracy are bad people. I, I like to think that the the ground troops of the technocracy are the people who are trying to actually do the right thing, whereas the people that are higher up in the technocracy are like the actual assholes. Mm-hmm. But it's still the guys on the ground who perform the pogrom, which is actually named the pogrom. Like <laughs> yeah, pogrom. yeah, we we don't talk about that because it's not named that in my canon. <laughs> We talk about what, as much as we talk about the, the jihad. Right? I was like, what, what was that vampire card game? <laughs> <laughs> what was that yeah. holy war that the vampire? Vampire, the renamed car- vampire, the renamed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, at least not source book the G word. God <laughs> Almighty. So <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> so anyway. It's weird that they need um, V5 Chechnya that is Asterine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. It's a weird um, move. Is there anything else you guys want to go that you guys want to do in the club before we get into the meat and potatoes of this game that I've actually prepared? I'm not oh. sure that we can actually top a live vivisection uh, plus like soul transformations via impromptu drunken rendition of all Lang Sign that that might be. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, uh, well, I mean, you know, if that's, you... a, that's a star wipe. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, if you guys, if you guys don't want to try and top that on this episode, we could always just stop and then do another episode for the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so club scene done. Unless, of course, anyone else has anything else to add to that. Okay, cool. So, I assume that you all, plus the mages, make it to Rigel's place, which is the most comfortable place to be to fall asleep and uh, sleep off a hangover. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. You all eventually wake up. It is the new year. We are finally into the actual future of 2022. Oh, wait. Shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you all wake up. Um, I assume that End of Sadness has some stuff prepared for you all to deal with. Um, but the Star Manor is as it ever was. Nothing has changed outside of maybe some dirty laundry that like blankets and stuff that need to be washed and anything else. Um, the, the, uh, Rigel's parents are not there. They have, uh, they've kind of, uh, they're kind of waiting for their, uh, their recharge on being able to come back to, uh, the, the regular world. Move among the quick. Yep. Um, maybe we should break the recording here since it's getting on about an hour and we usually don't like to let it run longer than that. To avoid yeah. 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 That works. Sure. Any moment now. That is all. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. It was it was a Jason Goodsdale <laughs> reference. Uh, you know, this takes Manhattan. Well, I actually whoa, whoa. don't know which of those two is worse. 
I'm going to say that Jason Goes to Hell is worse because as a child, the box art for uh, Goes to Hell scared me. <laughs> Fair enough. It's got that hellworm coming out of the mask. It's it's spooky. Uh, uh, anyway, so speaking of hellworms, um, I believe that somebody has to go to hell tonight, right? All right, so we're we're just waking up in Pete's place in the, the mm-hmm. Star Mansion, dealing yes. with the hangovers or whatever you all have. How bad, how bad of a hangover do you have for an, with with an exalt? I don't think much. Yeah, not that much. Not with stamina five. Ah, mm. I make everybody perfect coffee with my craft of ten. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, that's so helpful. We are all appreciative. Only for medicine charms. Anyway, right? No, 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 no. You don't Two want medicine over. charms. Not, not with the, not with the roles that that anyone who runs with who runs with me with medicine charms gets. God. Uh, all right coffee I think, breakfast i think someone sli- i think someone slipped me something last night i was I, I think i remember like buddy over there pulling his heart out and giving it i think he proposed did you two get married last night did that happen oh my god that sounds party? like the most boring way to have a wizard party getting married <laughs> congratulations and all that yeah. So I think I'm ready to head out, gang. I mean, yeah, it's like 10 a.m. No, like, like I mean head out, head out. Oh, so it's today. Yeah, okay. New Year. Put it off long enough. Yeah, I guess as good as time as any. Yeah. You guys want to meet up at the Gamma Cave? Yeah. All right. See you guys when you get there. So after end of sadness leaves. So do we actually think they've got like an actual hell, or is it going to be like a theme park they've somehow like stolen and Willy Wonka underground? Honestly, coin flip. I mean, either or is going to be entertaining. So. I mean, we've pretty much confirmed the existence of everything except Santa Claus, so uh, sure, hell's real. Uh, hell's real, but uh, it's not here, and it's not anywhere I've ever been able to get at it. So I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I have a terrible feeling it's nothing. I I've never seen them come up with a plan and then show up empty and We've been to Mars, we've been to the Hollow Earth, hell shouldn't be that far, you know, beyond that, so. I'm just concerned why you'd ever want to go there. Well, it's a nice place to send people who've got it coming, but, uh... Well, maybe here's a different definition of what the hell is. They have a different definition of a lot of things. I know. I mean, yeah, it could be like uh, one of those uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, uh, says a certain purple-eyed woman who's scrolling through a tablet on the couch and looking at you all. Uh, 
Oh, uh, hey, um, let me know how hell goes. Were you at the wizard party? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was the bartender, didn't you notice? Mm -hmm. Sadly, no, but that could just be the hangover talking. It's probably the hangover talking, hon. You were really going hard on the gin. Fuzzy after the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. I can't believe that you got all the that you two got all those people to cry. So anyway, um, tell me how hell goes, uh, Layla. Um, I've got some things to talk to you about at some point, but um, my schedule is a little busy. But I did figure that I wanted to stop by and talk to you all. Looks like I missed uh, missed your buddy, though. So um, let me know how your field trip goes. And she's just kind of like scrolling through on her tablet. And every now and again, she's giving like a polite chuckle as, I don't know, she's looking at memes or something. Should we be concerned that you're here? Oh, no. You all are, like, you all have taken so much off my plate lately. It's amazing. I have so much free time now. Well, I guess good. we leave the sidereal to TikTok and go to Gamma Cave. Yeah, let's go to the Gamma Cave, I guess. Yeah. As you guys are leaving, she, like, holds the tablet up and, like, does, like, a like like a smile and, like, takes a picture. We're being profiled. <laughs> I, I love how Sam was like, how, how like Rowan was like that whole time carefully trying to work around not remembering her fucking name. Like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love how I'll that she likes to not her. show up when the, the one person that's going to question her existence is there. Ah, <laughs> uh, end of sadness is left. It's time for me to show up. <laughs> Ah, so you say that Clark Kent is Superman. Using that one charm Peter loves to ditch their life for a new life. I'm an infernal exalt in London. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this destiny's all fucked up. I should stop going back to it so much. It's getting dog-eared. <laughs> <laughs> the binding's getting a little loose. Uh So anyway, let's go to Gamma Cave. Yeah, Gamma Cave has been cleaned up because time's passed since the the assault during Halloween. We're in the goddamn New Year's now. So it's been cleaned up. Uh, It probably looks a lot more modernized. Probably has a lot more of reinforcements and like pipes and hardware and generators built through it now. Yeah, okay. Uh, Totally. Um, Everybody's there. Um, I feel like that I'm kind of like handing this off to you because you have most of the descriptions. Uh, there's a bunch of cultists, like not all of them, not the whole cult, but there are cultists here. They're all doing whatever it is the cult of Typhon does when end of sadness isn't in your vision, which is usually, uh, uh, I guess coordinating the rest of the cult and calls and, you know, inducting people and prayer, leading prayers and stuff and organizing dead drop drone locations for GPS geocache people to grab stuff that's off the grid. Having end of sadness around, but out of sight is a lot like having a four-year-old in that state. You know, it's, it's, it's always a little okay. anxiety. A little, little terrifying. So I have a question then for end of sadness, um, because this is a big day and the cult would be, uh, more or less ready to go. Uh, anyone who isn't is uh, 
probably not there. Um, did you pull like a Heaven's Gate or something like that where the, everybody's in the same clothes? No, I actually want to be spread out around London because it's funnier that way. It's horrifying. Everybody's got the after, but you, everybody. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah, so you've got the core members here operating the Cult of Typhon. Uh, I assume that there's a few people here who are going to uh, stay and make sure that things are not uh, messed up when you do your thing. Yeah, pretty much. Stragglers, people to turn the lights off when we're all done. Somebody to tell the story, somebody to uh, keep your keep your legend going, yada yada. I mean, I've infiltrated so many computer systems that are sentient and alive permanently with my mind uh that they're basically running this operation for me on autopilot if i really um, wanted to be a bastard i'd start looking up i'd start looking up satellites through telescopes and having some fun yeah so uh speaking of uh so i have an honest question for you since that your cult is very focused on uh technology and uh the communications network uh that technically does span the whole world um how far out do you think that the cold cold typhon goes i focused a lot in the london britain area because i didn't want to spread out a super lot just in case it was a hassle to collect people but People have probably spread it around. It's a lot harder to get people into the cult if they can't physically see the cult stuff and the supernatural shit, which is here in London. So okay, maybe there's an influence outside of London, but it's heavily... I built the cult to be heavily concentrated here to take up a chunk of it. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure that you weren't also like spreading it uh, across like uh, across to like the United States, Canada, really. Germany, uh, Honestly, France, yada, really. yada. Like okay. I, I took cult three, I think, and I specifically targeted it to like London. So like, it's like, if you okay. do a census, the census in London is kind of fucky at this point. Cause a lot of people are putting cult of Typhon as their religion. Okay. Um, it, so a couple of things, but, um, unless it's just going to unfold in the description, be clear. I know we've discussed how uh, End of Sadness is planning to get around the fairly severe bottleneck of only being able to br- bring in a couple, uh, like a couple dozen people at a time, you know, like a dozen yeah. people or so at a time. Uh, I know we've talked about that, but I don't think we've talked about it on recording. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. That's not going to come up till maybe after. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're not no. there yet. Oh, okay, no. so I mean, okay. We're not there. I'm just just thinking it's good to just keep it, just keep an eye on the notion of having that clear to the listeners so that they like to, did they just hand wave that like restriction that makes it difficult to get thousands of people in? Oh, trust me. I'm going to break it down. There's going to be a breakdown. It's going to be great. For for us, we know that it's a secret tool for later, but for the listener, at least Evan's going to show them what the secret tool was. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, it was going to be mostly off screen. Oh, no, yeah. And unlike other songs that have a breakdown in the middle, this one won't completely ruin the flow. <laughs> <laughs> so Layla has showed up with basically like a piece of Carlsberg, and that's... She's frankly not sure if this is going to be a social occasion or just like a party, or if it's like uh, they need to break a bottle against a ship to launch a new hell, which is kind of new. <laughs> but she's also never found a situation except for visiting the stars. That was kind of awkward. Where bringing along a case of beer as a gift was like a bad idea. So she's done that. Perfect. 
Oh, I guess the cultists that are here are the ones that aren't really social facing. I have femori, and some of them didn't get the wish to look nice because there's a femori power that lets you hide your ness, your femoriness. Mm-hmm. Early ones didn't get that, so they're waiting for that to ever kick in. So you're hanging around a lot of the freaks and mutants uh, in the cult, the ones that are like cyber demons and look like vampires and stuff. Cool. Yeah, these are these are the these are like the the basement Midians, the ones they keep away from the rest of the population. They drank the bad um, batch. <laughs> Whispers comes up to um, comes up to everyone with like uh, drinks, uh, to, drinks that are offered to the uh, to the circle essentially, uh, and then switches out to drinks that are offered to the the rest of the people. Uh, in the cult, and at some point walks over to End of Sadness and goes, will you be requiring my assistance uh, in hell? Uh, yeah, buddy. You know what your place is there. I just wanted to make sure you didn't want me to uh, butler up the Gamma Cave. No, we got the machines for that. They'll handle things. And then, you know, it's not really our problem after that. Layla dubiously looking at her drink, like not sure whether this is the Jonestown Kool-Aid or not. Yeah. You're immune to water. Uh, Whispers. Whispers. true. Bottoms up. The (laughs) crocodile man looks to all of you and goes, do not worry. You are not a part of the master's uh, champion. Sorry, I always fuck that up. It's okay. You You are not part of my champion's retinue that is going to hell... A certain way. If you're going, you will be taking your corporeal form with you. That's, that's nice of him. Yes, I do agree. Concerning the them others. And Assassin will come over to the cult and be like, all right, people, we're getting ready for it. It's zero hour. Get your shit together and then we'll start calling, okay? I gotta take these guys um, through a tour. What have you told them? Uh, what have you told your cult about where that you're going? Like, uh, okay, let's play the video again. Boop. All right, a very highly edited video, like a lot of production value because I steal my money and I have technology and I can have people that can do movies. So this is a really well done movie, actually. St- steal your money is a very funny way of saying that Rigel provides you a. a I also commit crimes and felonies and fraud. You're right. You have done that <laughs> so many times. I'm. So I have sorry. an entire network built around defrauding people. Okay. We're, 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 we are here to watch the works of Infernal Lenny Riefenstahl, which I guess is just Lenny Riefenstahl. I don't so, know what that means, but I did get Werner Herzog to do the voiceover. Fan. Yeah, that scans. Look, he just likes money, okay? You give him enough, he'll do whatever you want. Most people will. I have you know, need, 20 dice and charisma stuff. Now I need to look up how Werner Herzog sounds. <laughs> anyway, the introductory video goes like this to answer your question of how much the cult knows. Um, the time of ascension will come and you will be given a choice to enter hell. Your corporeal body will enter into a void and then enter into hell be inserted into the hell machine and then enter into the paradise that the hell uh, like basically runs over top of itself. Quote, yes, by Werner Herzog, exactly like the first Matrix movie. 
Oh, wow. This guy is... Wow. Questions wow. and reservations. Wow, this man has a very impressive voice. Um, yeah, I know. It's Werner Herzog, dog. Jesus Christ. He's like, no most famous man. He's like the most famous man ever. I I didn't realize until I had actually like looked him up. I'm so sorry. It's all good. So Sorry I doubted you, sir. <laughs> People are going to hate me because I'm talking about Werner Herzog, but my favorite thing he's done is he did a found footage supernatural movie about him finding the Loch Ness Monster in a found footage movie in a found footage movie. And Jeff Goldblum stars to talk about Carl Sagan at a dinner party at one point. Okay, we can just stop the podcast now. Podcast, all podcasts are over. We all need to go and watch this. Like he's oh, making no. a fake found footage movie, but he actually finds the Loch Ness monster in it. But the twist is, Werner Herzog didn't know it was fake. He thought it was real, and then it actually shows up. Yeah. He also did a remake of Nosferatu, uh, specifically for the reason that he thought it was one of the best made films of all time, and he. Uh, so that he was not going to be satisfied with his career as a director unless he was at some point able to make a film as good as Nosferatu. And his remake is better than the original. Yeah, that's awesome. Holy shit, really? I bet, I bet you the remake pairs well with Shadow of the Vampire, which is also outstanding. Oh yeah, yes, that, yes. that movie fucks. Um, right? If you put together a Shudder account, they've got both versions. They've got at this moment, all three versions of Nosferatu, and I say three because they're the silent original, which basically was lost for a long time because they didn't secure the rights to it, and Bram Stoker's widow uh, did everything in her power to get that movie destroyed. Um, Werner Herzog funded a scouring of the entire world for surviving fragmentary copies of the film and uh, financed it being spliced back together and rescored according to its original, uh, the sheet music for its original soundtrack. This happened with Metropolis and then too. Represented, yes. Um, so he reconstructed and caused the revival of that movie and then he did a remake. And uh, the uh, remastered uh, restored version of Nosferatu is on Shutter, And the Werner Herzog uh, English version of Nosferatu is on Shudder. And the thing is, um, so he shot the thing, um, he shot that film in, I believe, in Austria, Romania, I'm not certain. But, um, so the thing is, they didn't just record it there in German and then dub it. They recorded it there in German, and then once they were done shooting the scene, it was just, I was like, all right, and now again, and they, and they shot the scene in English. Oh my god. And from everything I have, and I didn't know this, so I've seen the English version years ago, and I thought it was pretty good. But from everything I have heard, the German version is significantly better, if you can find that hmm. and watch it subtitled. Because the, it's the native language for most of the actors, so they just give better performances. Yeah, like they're more comfortable right. doing what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, so so the thing is, uh, the version on Shudder is the English language version of Werner Herzog's film. However, um, Shudder also has The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs, where you know he where he plays a film and then periodically interrupts to comment on the making of it in the background and yada yada yada. It's a brilliant fucking show. And the version that he has on 
on the last drive-in is the German language version. And is, that's the only place on streaming service I know of to see the German language version at the moment. Hmm. Interesting. You know what else is a good cool. movie on Shudder? Blood mm-hmm. Vessel. Oh my god. Hmm. But yeah, there's a video, and it doesn't even have like, it doesn't show you what the hell it looks like because there's no cameras of it or anything, but like, you got a brief introduction, it has a vaguely sanitized Viridian Dynamics, like the, the Bureau for Control look to it, where it talks about like, you know, you don't need to bring possessions, yes, your dog can come too, that kind of stuff. Oh man, I loved Better Off Ted. Right? Jesus Great Christ. Show. Jesus H. Christ, Better Off Ted. Good show. One. Project Jabberwocky. Yes. Uh, yeah, everyone gets a, a brief reintroduction. What are the major questions you want answered about hell? Before we go. Can I bring my cat? Yep. Oh, cool. You said dogs were welcome. You didn't say cats. This is forever. Yes. Yep. It's an afterlife. Afterlifes are forever. Well, I mean... I'll request a good place. Yes. All dogs go to heaven did very specifically say that cats... Who's this guy talking? (laughs) One of your cultists? Silence. (laughs) You go to the medium place. Where where are you asking, Exalt? What else do we know before we dive in? I am alarmed by the speech of like corporeal bodies as a specific and secondary element that's not being ported in in some cases. Uh, Layla, Layla, it's hell. Okay, what happens when you die, Layla? You go to hell, okay? Your body doesn't go to hell. It rots in the earth and becomes fertilizer or a zombie or a mannequin in some sort of smoke shop if you have a real bad run of luck, okay? Like, that's just normal. I, don't get hung up on it. That's what happens when you die. You go to hell. What the fuck is with this mannequin in the smoke shop? What the fuck? Move past it. We're already past that part. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I'm hung up on this right now, sir. <laughs> Look, I'm just like, sometimes cowboys and mummies and I think like like First Nations people would like get murdered and their body would put on display in like stores with stuff on them. And you'd be like, hey, this is a fun mannequin in the store. And they're like, nope, this is actually a corpse. The cigar store Indian was not a literal Indian, Devin. At least one was. Well, uh, I do know that in some like old horror movies, they use actual like you know skeleton whatever. Because hey, it's cheaper to buy it in from you know, abroad. Horror than guys. Make... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's describing Poltergeist. That was a movie. I'm talking about like a shop in West Virginia. They got it. There's a corpse in there. Anyway. Yeah, it's not you know, super out of the ordinary that when you, you know die, what? your body stays behind and your spirit goes to hell. That's well, I like, put your hands on end of sadness or shoulders, since that seems to be the way to short circuit one of the 37-minute rambles. <laughs> Just tell me you're not putting together a Jonestown here, and I'll be happy. Uh, no, I'm not putting together a Jonestown here. Okay. Good. Anyway, you guys wanted to see it, right? And I feel like you're out of questions. Is there there a use for beer in hell? Uh, Yeah, we got beer dispensers. No, I I probably... She holds up the case of Carlsberg. Yeah, fuck, let's do it. He's gonna grab grab a beer, gonna like put like a key in the bottom and just fucking go at that can. Well, it's it's a bottle, but... Oh, is it? Okay, (laughs) well, that made this easier. Craftsman needs no tools, Layla. 
Uh, it's Carlsberg, so it does look and taste a bit like leprechaun piss, but eh, part of the experience. Mm -hmm. Now that you've said that, I'm very glad that that person we met wasn't a leprechaun. Are we certain about that? You see, now that you say it, I feel like my call... No, we saw her turn into a werewolf. I mean, maybe she's... Oh, I was thinking of the, slap, of the Slap Happy Jims. Wasn't, wasn't slap? What would slap? Like they're trickstery. I mean, you got That's that like a right. Subspecies of leprechaun, maybe. I don't it's, know. It's it's a good instinct, Layla. It's a good instinct. I wouldn't rule out it being a type of con. But I don't know any lepidopterists that can confirm. Ah, we can look for some actual leprechauns after this. All right. No, you know what? Hell is preferable to this conversation. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. You guys go to the Gamma Cave where it's actually a manse or a domain that gives you mana or whatever. So how you get into End of Sadness is Hells are one of two ways. This base that End of Sadness has spent a bunch of time, blood, and effort into to like make it be a part of them. Or places of social like dilapidation and like failure. Like places where society has failed and died and rotted. Uh, when it was trying to oh. provide for its people, those oh, places oh, are, are in the Greater London area. So, uh, uh, cool. So, uh, all of America can get here. Well, like, like mostly those those clover leaf shaped like highways would probably count. The ones that like have no hospitals or food around them. I feel mm -hmm. like I feel like some yeah. of those would count. Yeah. Yep. Um. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, I don't know if everything would, but per things would. There are things that would count. Any place that's hostile architecture. No. No. It's no. at least, it's as difficult as having to cover yourself in blood, which is one of the other entry requirements. So finding a place where society failed is about as difficult as like unzipping someone and pouring their juice all over you. Gross. Wow. They put it like that. That's an example in the charm book. It's like cover yourself in human blood head to toe. It's like, that's real easy. There's, there's 8 billion of those people. So, like, the mix master and balance would just go there. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, you walk on that highway, and eventually you end up in a better place. <laughs> anyway, you go into the Gamma Cave. Highway. I've got to make a die roll to open the hell. Two successes. To hell. I believe that would open up your hell. All right, got to spend essence. Assume I spend essence. I'm not keeping track of this fucking bullshit. You spend essence. I, it's yeah. fine. All right. So, unless, we'll go unless, into the Gamma Cave. someone were to suddenly start attacking your hell, yeah, I, I do not care about Essence right now. Yeah. I mean, it's 50-50 with the PvP stars after this. <laughs> right? So, End of Sadness will open the door to a room in the Gamma Cave that he doesn't usually let you folk in, close it behind themselves, wait a few moments, open it, be like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Turn around and open the door into a black void. With like effort, it takes effort to do it. Where it's like, mm, got it, and just give a you know after you gesture to the rest of the party, and uh, whispers of the labyrinth. I mean, whispers is going to go in uh, without any hesitation. Yup. So Layla cocks her head because something about this feels familiar, oh, and then okay. she walks in too. Uh, so Rowan has a white void. You have a black void. There you go. Told you you were like me, Rowan. Um, hmm. hmm. So what does Negaron have? Is it also Black Void? Don't think Negaron actually exists, truly. I mean, well, don't tell him that. 
I mean, I still have the door open and making that gesture. It's like when you're like walking up to a store and someone opens the door for you and they're smiling and waiting. All right, yeah, I'm going to go. And, like, look, they've. <laughs> Rowan has just been pressured me. into going to hell. <laughs> and he does because he is very bad at peer pressure. There we go. <laughs> okay, let's go along with. And that's how my son gets three exile souls. <laughs> right. Oh, wait, are we, are we bringing Andrew right. Parker? You said you're going to kill Andrew Parker. Are we bringing him? No, not okay. That sounds that sounds like something that Layla can do on her own time. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I guess I should describe what you guys see. So I don't know what the transit from Earth to Hell feels like with this charm. I'm not too sure exactly how World of Darkness works when you're going to other places. But so um. Uh, so actually, I was going to say, I have a vague idea of what your hell is like for the people who worship you or the people who are your friends. So, like, I feel like that the transit between uh, both of these is the equivalent of waiting on an elevator, but with really okay, like, elevator music. Um, Like... It's not, like, boring. It's not, like, waiting there and being, like, stuck in, like, wait mode where you're just kind of, like, impatiently waiting for something to happen. You're just kind of, like, uh, the the best way that I could think to put it is, like, you're moving along on a, on, like, a subway train that is going to your, going to the destination and it is, um, it is basically, like, it's not crowded, but it's not full. It just feels like a natural way to go about things. Because that's kind of how that I feel that Devin has described what is coming to us uh, in chat before. That it's uh, calming. D- d- does that sound about right? Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned elevator because that's literally where you guys end up on. That's the entry point. <laughs> uh, it makes sense that hell begins with a Mass Effect elevator ride. Pretty much. Uh, so you guys, when you cross the threshold and realize that you've crossed the threshold and aren't in that interstitial kind of like feeling, you're in a black cylindrical room made of like steel and copper and brass with no light on. And whis- oh, and whispers ain't there. And neither's end of sadness. It's just you three. Are we going to get murdered? <laughs> Roger pulls off his fuck off wand. <laughs> no, bad, 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 Rigel. That's not within the regular system that we're using now. <laughs> not because it's wrong to kill other PCs, but because that wand is illegal now. <laughs> Rigel pulls out his ripcord. <laughs> uh, eventually, a speaker built into the wall will start talking to you guys with a sadness voice. Um. Can you guys see? It's dim. Are you in like a are you in like a room that looks like like a like a big like like a big metal room? I've never done this before by the way. This is the first time I've come here. That's very reassuring. We're not outside with trees. Okay. I can't well. tell you more than that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me give me a second. Give me a second here. And then lights will come on and you guys will start moving. Like the elevator will start going down. <laughs> uh, I'll just imagine like 
the moment in Outer Wilds where you play the DLC and the first time you get out of the raft and it just like drops you. Right. That was a good shock. That was a good surprise. You know, when we're around them and uh, they're really, you know, they're kind of getting up and going. They're doing their their little mind telekinesis thing and uh, the emerald shining and all that. There's that feel in the air, you know, like um, like brass, like hot brass and ozone. She's talking about the feel of their be- being around in the sadness when they're spending essence like a mad bastard. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What about it? Just reaches out and touches the nearest wall. It's like, ah, a, there's a vibe like that. Yeah, it'd be all around this place. I think I did Geiger counter. Yeah, I'm concerned about being here, uh, honestly. I assume <laughs> that. So, oh, there's background radiation for sure. Oh, oh. for real? Yeah. No, I was gonna say I assume that uh, given end of sadness's background and everything else uh that that thing was uh going nuts but if you say it's not then it's not it's not like the murder type like it's not like the type where it's like oh we're already dead we're walking ghosts but like there's background radiation and it gets much higher the closer you get to the walls of the metal cage that's about done Uh, okay it eventually stops and the walls and the ceiling start like shifting into the floor and like, you know, like this thing's unpacking itself into a, into a, into a structure around it. Like the, the elevator's opening up into a box basically and becoming part of its surroundings. Uh, so where you are is in a perfectly black void with no ceiling, no walls, no floor um, on top of, you know how buildings look when they're being built where they're nothing but scaffold and skeleton and there's nothing interstitial connecting together and you can see like the trunks of cabling and like infrastructure? Yes, you're, it's horrifying. Yeah, you're in a superstructure like that that looks kind of like a like a star or a snowflake, like 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 a pointy multi-sided star basically with like beams and arms going out everywhere. Uh that's just made of scaffolding and it goes on into the darkness. And it's pretty hard to see around you until all the lights start kicking on, which starts happening as soon as the elevator hits. Like lights and floodlights too, like ones that would be pointing into the void to help give illumination like you were in a submarine or at the bottom of the ocean. And every single one of these arms or spires, like they're not, this place doesn't look done either. It looks like it's in construction. There's machines everywhere. Big industrial, like robot spider looking machines. No, not spiders, rats. Robotic looking like rat Things, just awesome. building this place, assembling it, spreading it, continuing to run cabling with their tails, like acting as work tools and stuff as they hold on to it with their hands. Uh, and all of these spires have things attached to them that kind of look like spinal columns, but they're big mechanical ones that have like vertebrae that are clearly distinct pods. That's what the the, the pods here look like. They, they kind of look like a vertebrae stacked on each other that run through and around and all over the the superstructure of this place. It's a lot like the Matrix people farms, except a little more diesel-y. Haven't checked the uh, yeah is that about right? Yeah, um, just you know how there's like a there's like a ceiling, no ceiling. Infinite. It's more like a ball, like a ball with these spires coming out of it. 
into a void. So where you are is one of the livable parts, because this place doesn't have habitable parts outside of very specific areas, because why would they ever need them? Um, so there's a glass dome over top where the elevator opens up. Lights start coming up. There's um, what looks like port systems, like 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 uh, bathysphere or aqueducts all around its sides, ringed in brass, where, to give you a bit of a spoiler, that's where the pods would come in and out when people are loaded in through this welcome area. There are screens. They all have the Despair 7 logo on them and are just burning silently. And uh, End of Sadness is nowhere to be found. But they're talking to you over speakers from around this place. All right, guys. This is it. Here you are. You're on the promenade. So I have a question for you, Devin, before that uh, we continue. Yeah. What's the timeline for these people getting... Uh, get, get, yeah, getting raptured. What do you mean? Well... Is your circle going to witness uh, your entire cult getting raptured? Probably at some point, yeah. Okay. Uh, let me know when, and then we can start uh, describing, I guess, in tandem, uh, these people getting loaded up into their matrix pods. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to there. But, you know, here you are, guys. This is it. This is hell. You're groaning and straining of metal in the distance like you would if you were in a submarine. Yeah, very blamey. Yeah, this is this is hell. Oh, I don't know what I was expecting. This is this is horrific. I, yeah, I'm not um, sure that this is actually finished. The I have access to numbers in here, but they're not like they're not like. You know when numbers come in like tens and stuff? These numbers don't come in like that. But they're they're telling me that once the cavity is filled, the superstructure will be completed. The, the cavity? The well, this, 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 like... Oh, you can't see my arms gesturing. Jesus, where the hell are you guys? All right. You see Wait. the space we're in? Actually, uh, Devin, real quick. I have a question for you. Sure. Would you say that the architecture of this place is more machine-built or artistic? Machine-built. It's extremely autochthonian, and autochthonian was very cool. vulgar. Um, so, question for the architect in the group. Yes. Um, does that hit your intimacy of pursuit of art? Huh. Is it utilitarian or is it more Baroque? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both with Autocathonia. Hmm. I just wanted to see I just wanted to see if Rome was getting limit from literally coming in here, considering <laughs> this is kind of an architectural nightmare to him. It has function. It's not built like this just to make people crazy. It's built like this for a reason. Well, no, that's the whole thing, is that if things are just built just for no reason other than function that makes him crazy. <laughs> he wants the artistic side of architecture. He doesn't want yes. just function. Yes. So I think that technically that goes against your intimacy of pursuit I of art. You know, I think it, let's have, make it fun. And yes, that means yeah. seven limits. Oh God. Oh God. Here we <laughs> go. Choo choo. Choo choo. Anyway, I, I can't, you can't see me gesturing, but I'm gesturing. But you see the space we occupy? Like, we're occupying a space, right? Like, don't go outside the dome. That space is not, it's not a good space to be in. But we occupy it, 
And eventually this structure will convert the emptiness into not empty. Okay. I... So how far exactly from finished is this? You know, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Uh, as far as I can tell, this could take... It's you see, okay. I. It's not like it's not like it's 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 going to be finished oh, by it's... like a completion date. It's more like when I'm full, like when it's full. You know, like I'm building out this size right now to to have people in it, and I can actually fit a lot of people in here right now, so I don't really have to worry about expansion. But when I start to run out, well, then we'll keep expanding out and out. So when I run out of space to occupy, well, that's the maximum of people I can have. No, I meant more like where are the walls and the floors and shit. This is all like unfinished skyscraper, but like hellscraper. Yeah, this is it. This makes sense, but this is it, Layla. Like, look around you. You're you're in it. This is but just like uh... jump over the fucking cables and bash their brains out the way you get it set up here. Yeah, they absolutely will. Do not leave the the promenade. The promenade is your safe zone. If you see a promenade, that's a safe zone. I, I put markings on them here and there. Don't uh, don't go out unless you have some sort of protection. It's not safe. Uh, no, no, how, but uh, um, real quick, how, um, uh, if I could just butt in here for a moment, how, um, how freaked out are all of you that, uh, end of sadness, like has no corporeal body and is just kind of talking to you guys from everywhere. Honestly, that's the least weird thing that's going on right now. I'll be real okay. frank with you. Okay. Oh, no. But also you're the architect nerd in the group and you're like, oh no, why are they doing this? <laughs> right, sorry, <laughs> Pete, I was talking over you. I mean, you know, they have that charm to, you know, talk from every speaker. It's like, okay, it's amplifying that. He does which like isn't the usual, so Okay. I just wanted to I just wanted to check in because like from me as a game master, I'm like, Ooh, this is a little weird to like think about that his voices or their voices just coming from everywhere. Yeah, it's not just speakers. It's like it's being carried over on sound waves from other parts of the place. No, but Layla, they, they get loaded in directly into their unit, you know, when they cross over, in which case they just get onboarded immediately. Or if they come in through the door, you know, sometimes I'll bring people in through the door, Layla. I brought you guys in through the door. They just they just get loaded into here through orientation. Okay, but have you met your own cult? Some of them are morons. They're going to trip over themselves, and they're going to fall forever, and they're going to land on a thing that looks like a weather vane and uh, no, no, they, a they, TV aerial, and they're going to die? No, 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 no. Layla, Layla, Layla. Once they're here, they're not going outside the prom. You can't get outside of this dome easily. You have to go into the pod. Or you get loaded into the pod directly. There is no leaving the pod. Pod. The pod. Like, uh, damn it, you can't see me. Where the hell are... Oh, that's where you guys... Oh. Oh. I see what happened. Okay, I understand why I'm not with you guys now. Which means I can... All the screens with Despair 7 turn off. And they turn back on to just static. Didn't realize this place came with a mute button for Despair 7. Nice. All right. Perfect. I'm back in the game. Does this uh, place remind anyone else of Jurassic Park when they were trying to get the electricity back on right before the raptors killed everyone? the comparison I would go for. He just sort of booth himself. No, I, Despair 7. I, I put them somewhere else. I put them away. I, I didn't want to deal with them right now. They were talking to me. But I can just do that up here. It's easier. They're not in my head. 
All right. Uh, do I need to show you how this works, Layla, with the pods? If they're not in your head, where are they? Uh, I put them down in processing to handle the onboarding of people, so they'll just be managing that in the background. Then go do some grunt work. Fuck. Uh, do something for I, a change I, other than talking. I assume that, as you mentioned, the onboarding of people, that uh, multiple machines are beginning to move as that people are being onboarded. Yeah, I'll bring a batch in. Like, you're not going to see them coming through the pagoda, though, because that's how you guys come in through the door in the elevator. Like, there are just pods where there's a flash of light, and now they're being brought, like, close as you see someone in a pod being hooked up into the machinery and going to sleep. It looks uh, like a spinal column that's kind of see-through in one area and full of red goo. Do you have any uh, things that show what the, they, what the, the people in the hell see? Yeah, we or, got or that. experience, I should say. Yeah, we got that. You know, I haven't got there yet. Okay, I, I just wanted to... All right, Lana, look, look see this, this vertebrae-looking thing? That's a pod. They go in the pod. Look, they're being hooked up to the pod now, right? They're going to go to sleep pretty soon. And I edit out these short-term memories with some chemicals so they don't remember the pod onboarding. It's pretty traumatic. Because, uh, like, you know, you're in a confined space, obviously, not because it's actually much more worse than... Like, I'm just saying, they go into the pod. Step one, pod. And the person gets loaded in, and then they get put into one of those spinal columns in those little arm towers, and they just plugged in. And they're plugged in? Look at that. They're not they're not wandering anywhere, Layla. They're not going anywhere. There's no tripping. Locked in the box. So they're just going to be restrained for eternity? No, there's just going to have a little nap. There's muscle exercising. They're, they are pretty compact. Like, it's why you're on your side, you know? I didn't want you standing up. That always didn't make sense to me why they were standing up. No, you just stack. I, I, Rowan, I needed to be able to stack a lot of people in here. I didn't have a lot of space, okay? Rowan just looks down to infinity. Like, what? Okay, what if I had, like, a billion people in here, right? How would I know I've had enough space? So I, I got to stack the pods. Plus the animals, too. Like, God, I have so many animals in here. There are a lot of animal sanctuaries in London. A lot of them. And, oh, all right. Yeah, and that person's in. I can see them right now. I can see them. They're hanging out. They're woozy. They're wearing the default clothes. And they're at a beach now. Look at that. Done. Easy peasy. See? Uh, you can't see it. Do you guys want to see I can show you. You don't have to go into a pod, though. I know you're going to immediately freak out about that. You're just going to show it us on the monitors? No, there's a there's a kiosk here in the pagoda where there's like gloves and like a like a little headset. It looks a little bit like the space jockey chair if it was a little more Apple Store-y. Just sit in the space jockey chair and it'll, it'll put you into the VR. Lila is just trying to make eye contact with Rigel at this point. Yes, Layla. Should we leave? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, kind of see how this whole thing ends, I guess. Let's <laughs> see how far this rabbit hole goes. All right, go, go to the chairs. She twists, she twists the lid off of a Carlsberg and just starts drinking as she heads over toward the chair. You just throw Not it over the edge, Layla. Not a bad idea. I, you just throw it over the edge, Layla. I, I got garbage pickup here. Don't worry about that. We got recycling. Oh, there's not that ring in hell. <laughs> I mean, what would be the point? 
if you guys want to sit down in the cool funky chairs it brings you into a virtual reality that's just like it's it's just it's just a virtual reality like i i could gussy it up and give you a bunch of words and verbs for it it's a virtual reality it doesn't feel as great for you guys because you don't aren't actually like jacked into it so you don't get the full sensory experience but um this hell has advanced technology so those chairs are really advanced virtual reality like it'll get you as close as you need to get i'm weighing how much uh how much goodwill end of sadness has done which is a lot yeah versus uh this is hell. And he's trying to get me to get Jack into a VR. In Look, there's a no jacking monitor. here. I, I can I can sense... Oh, yeah, wow. Oh, I have monitors. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can sense the trepidation. All right? There's no jacking. Don't have to worry about jacking. You guys are giving off a lot of fear pheromones around jacking. Don't worry about that part. It's not going to happen. You're, you're not invited into the hell, okay? You could if you wanted, but I didn't invite you into the hell. I invited you to come over to hang out, not live here. <laughs> Well, at the very least, if someone ever tells us to go hell, we say that we've already been there, and we can arrange for them to come. Yeah, if you take the chair, it's a virtual reality. End of sadness is in there. So are, like, I don't know, 20 cultists, and a lot of dogs and cats and birds and rats. A lot of rats are in here. A lot of them. They all get their own little paradise. Ah. Okay, let's jack in to check off. Yeah. <laughs> if you show up, it's like, hey, you, you made it. I know you're wearing goggles and stuff. You can see me, right? Can I? Slowly sits down in the chair and puts the fucking goggles on. All right. Yeah, I guess so. All right, let's go in. All right. You guys are in a um, a cabin in the mountains that's very cozily decorated, like a lot of flannel blankets and fireplaces everywhere. It's actually quite nice. Yeah, this is this is this is this is where I hang out. This is where I sleep. Oh my god, have you guys tried sleeping? Amazing. Yes, it's done every day. Oh my god, I haven't had a I had a bit of a nap while you guys were putting the goddamn goggles on. It was great. So, what do you think? Look, it's hell. You don't have access to all the features. Like, there's a menu to drip feed yourself morphine. You don't get that because there's nothing actually plugged into you. Where are the other people and what's outside of this cabin? Um, all right. Well, we'll just open the door and show you. It's a mountain. It's like, this is just the place I like that's peaceful and restful. So there's still it's... a booming voice through your feet remotely or are you actually No, it's there? the same status right there in the virtual okay. reality with you. Okay. So is this like a one-to-one recreation of the Earth or what is this? Um. Okay. So, you know, when you're sleeping and you're very comfortable and you don't want the dream to end, and then you remember that you're dreaming, so you start to wake up, but sometimes you don't, you just fall right back asleep, and you forget to remember to forget. So oh, this place this place kicks that in kind of all the time to people. So where the people are is real random. They're either like going down their favorite mall, or going to a movie to watch a movie, or they're like on a beach somewhere, and then they'll forget that they're on the beach, and they'll just kind of slip into the dream state, and they'll end up somewhere else It's very cozy. It's very flow like water i i originally thought i was going to build like a one-for-one recreation and make it like like your own animal crossing island the matrix virtual reality but you know what layla that seemed like a lot of work it also seemed like people would complain about it a lot so i just cut out (laughs) the middleman and i made sure everyone else generates their own you know afterlife around them 
and other people kind of just join in and stuff like uh like uh like chat rooms you just spin them up spin them down don't matter oh so everyone here is basically just in a semi-conscious daze high off their pets on morphine other stuff too but yeah pretty much you know, you want to hang out with your family members? Go hang out with them. You want to be alone? Be alone. You want to hang out with your loved one? Go hang out with your loved one. You know, you want to get married again? Do it again. Revisit your wedding. Revisit any memory you want. It's all good. There's been so many tonal whiplashes. It is baffling my mind. <laughs> Right? Pretty good afterlife, right? I fucking delivered on that promise of an afterlife to that cult. Everyone closes your eyes and thinks really hard about the roof of the Tower of London. Okay, Open so an afterlife where you happen. lucid dream for eternity. Uh, could be worse. Okay, guys, 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 guys. I modeled it after, like, heaven, right? Like, this is basically heaven. Like, I basically no, did it all. Basically, the thing that they tried to escape real hard from in The Matrix. You've seen The Matrix, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. We're not We're not doing the, oh, this is The Matrix. It's bad. Okay, first of all, the machines were okay, pissing so you humanity. Have seen the Matrix. First of all, the machines were pissing humanity because humans were terrible in that franchise. I saw the Animatrix, and that is canon. The Wachowski said so. So is the MMO, but only the part where Morpheus dies. Layla. Two, I'm a machine that actually likes people. So, like, how is that a bad thing? Well, first of all, I've seen Brexit, and so I pe actual people are a lot, a lot shittier than the ones in the Matrix. And second of all, I'm not sure that you understand what people are. I mean, like, because I, I'm not because I don't believe that just be just, just drifting on the edge of waking up is my idea of uh, a really spiff afterlife so much as kind of like a sleep paralysis nightmare that never ends. Well, you can be a little more woken up if you want to. And if you want to go outside, you can, like, ask me to go outside. Oh, and take in all the nothing and uh, the giant and the giant vertical drops on the spikes. No, 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 no. Like you got to stay in here for a bit because like being in the pod converts you to like, you know how my worshippers look, Layla. You know they 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 become like machine people over time and stuff. The pods do that kind of the the background radiation of this place folks into the pods kind of just does that naturally. So after about five years, I can kind of clean off most of the worst damage of that. It's hell stuff I'm working with, guys. I don't I don't have you know really accurate tools here but i can cleave off most of the garbage after about five years in the pod and then if you want to go topside back to the world where like sex and violence happens just go topside right sex doesn't happen here i mean like okay again i base this off like heaven heaven so like i don't know rowan if you went to like heaven like you died you went to heaven your grandma's there your family's there your childhood friends are there people from church are there how often did you think you were going to be fucking I don't think anybody from the church my folks, my, uh, my folks attended would make it into an actual heaven worthy of the name. Right. But also, like, you know, there's a giant triangle with an eye in the middle with wings that's God looking at you while you have sex. Did you think that was going to happen? No.
Plus, it introduces complications and dramas. I just, I just, I just cut that part. You know, most people are too loosey goosey to really even focus on it all that much. You cut that part, okay? I had to cut parts of violence. Like, okay, I know a lot of people like hunting, but you can't like hunt shit for sport here. Not even VR. No, that'd be a terrible. Like, well, okay, it starts with hunting pe- with animals, then it starts with hunting people, and then you're hunting people that look like people in the VR because you're like some sort of crazy. But no, no, uh, complicated, complicated. I cut it. If you so, want to do violence, go to Earth and like kill a bunch of Pinkertons, you know, with your machine gun hand. So it's an afterlife where you get to walk up and down the mall until you want to die. But there's no death. No, you, you, you can play sports, you can you can play your favorite. Like, I have all of human knowledge and history here, so, like, there's literature and poetry and, and books and video games. And you're like, oh, video games, those are fine. Well, yeah, well, they're video games, duh. Like, obviously, so, if you want to load up a PlayStation, sure, but you, you can't just Grand Theft Auto through the afterlife. That's No, no afterlife would have allowed that. So, so I have, uh, real quick, if you all don't mind me butting in here, uh, this is a fantastic conversation, but I have a... I have a legitimate and weirdly system-related uh, question. Sure. Oh, boy. <laughs> you have a bunch of people here, uh, at least three of them, who are kind of uh, horrified by what the, your concept of the afterlife is here and the sadness, in some respect or another. Mm-hmm. Well, at least two of them, from what I've heard, seem pretty horrified. I'm a little on the fence about where that uh, Rigel stands. Um, but my question is, uh, specifically to Holden, the person who has written, uh, all of these charms and everything is what happens when you have people who don't believe in the hell brought into the hell? They have a very bad day because the hell is real. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 ain't, this ain't consensus reality. You know that picture where it's like the myth of consensual sex? I consent, I consent, and then Jesus goes, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we are. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't one of those things where that uh, because you suddenly had these big personalities that have been an influence on the end of sadness that are away with church. Uh, Rowan and Rigel Star uh, suddenly going, whoa, what the fuck is this? This isn't a cool thing. Oh no, thing. to damage the hell, I need to be hitting it with Green Sun Nimbus Flare. Right? Okay, I didn't realize you needed to be actually rolling dice to deal damage. I I was excuse me, I was under the impression that uh, you could just deal damage by uh, questioning its validity as, a, uh, as an afterlife. Oh no, this is a spirit realm. This is like ending up in the underworld in Raid. The underworld doesn't give a shit what you think about. The underworld's uh, coming for you. Coming for you. Fuck. I, w- I You know what? I, I feel like you should have made this like a high umbra thing because that like I feel like that kind of works out a little better in my opinion. But uh, I, I can holler at you later about that. It's hell. The intrinsic nature of hell is deal with it, bitch. Fair. Fair. Okay. I just wanted to butt yeah. in about that. About that mechanically and yada yada. That's good, because right about then, Layla is like, has an arm around him, sends her shoulders, is like, trying to patiently explain. So, let's say that we decide to have a rousing fucking game of basketball. Yeah. And we get all worked up and sweaty, and we bring a bunch of, like, little cultist friends, and everybody gets all worked up and sweaty on the court. Yeah. 
Do you know what athletes do after getting their endorphins jacked through the fucking roof like that? Uh, they I go would... back to the hotel and they fuck like wildebeests. <laughs> yeah, but like, again, like, like this isn't like a me thing entirely. Like, like Layla, You've like, a- like actual heaven, the universe of eternal blue balls. No, because it doesn't even come into it. Those hormones, uh, you could, you could just, you could just tune them down if they're bothering you. It happens automatically, automatically. What if people don't want it to bother them? Well, then why did they choose me as their god in my afterlife? (laughs) Guys? Because the average mind has difficulty processing the depth of your damage, my friend. This isn't damage. It's heaven. You get to spend eternity pursuing any interest you want with the people you love with no other shoe. And if you got, like, really into sex and violence like the Muppets did that one time in that one movie they did, you could just go to Earth, where it's nothing but sex and violence. And partial nudity. The Muppets Sex and Violence. It introduced Nigel as the narrator Muppet. Did you you not know Muppetology? There's no way this is an actual Muppet. It was like, it came up before the Muppet Show did, dog. It came up before Uh, Gonzo existed. The original Muppets shit. It introduced Miss Piggy. Yeah. Uh, The the creator didn't want Muppets to be just for kids. Yeah, Jim Henson Henson was very clear about this. I'm I'm an artist, not a kid's entertainer. Holy shit, there's an entire Wikipedia of this. There's so (laughs) much Muppet stuff. God damn. What the fuck? Anyways, and it's as the same. If you want that stuff, you just go topside, where it's all that all day, every day. Did you install a complaints department? Uh, well, okay. So you know what? You know, I can I, I can grab people. I, I did think of this. You know, I, I thought, what if what if people weren't happy? Well, if people got here and they weren't happy, I grant people wishes. And wishes that I grant fundamentally alter the nature of someone in a positive way that they're looking for. If someone wants to be stronger, faster, smarter, or if, say they, they want their leg back, I, I can knock off imperfections, quote-unquote, that people perceive in themselves. So if people are really upset about this after committing to it and after I gave them the pitch and I was so clear about this, I can just wish away the flaw they have of being ingrateful. They're, no, they're going to wish for a working dick. No, people aren't. Like, the beta test has been going really well. It's the beta test for, is rat. And like 10, 15 people that were like terminal or in comas. They're living it up. Here, I'll, I'll bring up a screen like in the middle of the space because we're all in the VR. It's like, look, there's, you know, number five. Number five is currently in an arcade they remember from their childhood playing through Street Fighter, actually spending quarters on it and like... It's totally into it. They've been doing that for 57 hours. Nobody plays Street Fighter for 57 hours unless they are out of their fucking mind. No, he's getting really good with Sagat. Wait, what what if you had a book you wanted to write? You could write your book here and never get tired. And if you were feeling kind of out of it, you could just kind of stop paying attention and just float away. Maybe 20 days later, you come back and you're like, oh yeah, I was writing a book. And you have all this extra juice. How with those people 
What? Is this actually a live a dream thing where you can't just slip out of reality and lose like, you know, a week? Yeah, you know, if you want, if you dial the settings up, there's granular settings for people and they'll eventually learn what you like. They won't completely go on autopilot. There's there's an element of control there, but like you can just set it to auto feed. So whenever you're at your happiest, it'll kind of lock you in there. Some people are going to be a lot more lucid. Some people, they're going to treat this like a beautiful dream they never leave. Where they're constantly shuffling through sleepover after sleepover in a Snuggie. A nice, what's the term? Flannel, a nice flannel Snuggie. A nice flannel medically induced coma. What in the fuck? What? So my question is, is... It's everything heaven has. It has uh, it has people who all were, you know, like they had the same background, you know, because heaven has people who are quote-unquote good that get into heaven. So all these people had shit in common, and they're all here, so there's a bunch of people in common in heaven. Uh, Did you ever take any uni courses? Anything what? Did you ever take any courses at uni? My, my education was unburdened by in-person teachers. I was kind of a, a remote learner. Raised by wolves. Okay. Have you no, ever it's just, it's just when you're in a remote area. With a philosophy major or seen one in the wild? I'm going to say yes, but I feel like I don't have the answer you're looking for when I say yes. Because I, I, you know, I've been on university campuses. I've had to rob places. First year. A first-year student could tell you that there is no single workable vision of heaven on the basic traditional Judeo-Christian model? Well, that sucks because that's the popular one. Yeah, and no one would actually be happy with it. But I got like a couple people that are happy right now. I got a couple hundred people coming in that are pretty happy with it. I pitched it to them. I'm like, hey, this is what heaven's going to look like. It's going to be like the Matrix, but instead of the machines, like, hating you because of the shit you did wrong, because they were in the right in that movie, the machines are like a concierge. Okay, well, it seems that, you know, End of Sadness here made a Nautics pleasure machine and so on. Like a, like a lotus eating machine, right? You eat lotus petals and you sleep. That's, that's what the hero gets in the end of the story. Yeah, no, that's the island he gets fucking trapped on and has to escape from. I didn't see that part of the anime. Layla's just face palming at this point, and I think she's like handing it off to one of the others. I just like you're coming at me with problems and not solutions, and like I gotta say, the other alternatives sucked. All right, you either go to hell and be tortured forever, or I think. Uh, the ghosts I talk to say you become a ghost and you never get to feel or love or like interact with shit anymore. Or you go to fucking uh, the other heaven, the actual heaven with the G man, the, the, the Jeebus guy on the cross where it's everything like this one, except you definitely aren't allowed to like do any of the cool stuff. And you're definitely not allowed to worship other gods. Like, I'm not, I didn't build, like, a cage for my worshippers to live in and worship me. I, I just, I just, I have you a You literally achieved... built a little cage to worship them and worship you. It's a no. six by six box. No, the, I, I, I there's built... a pretty, there's a pretty noticeable cage that I think that the architect has gained a limit from. So <laughs> yeah. I think your argument is a little invalid here, bud. I didn't build a cage to stuff people in. All I oh, did me, was... A pod. 
I just reached the true end stage of my growth. I wasn't a cult leader. I wasn't a demigod. I wasn't a destroyer of worlds or a herald of the apocalypse. Guys, I was just a house. And now I'm here. Everywhere. And then these people will filter on in and I'm just going to take care of them. Just like I promised. And other people will filter in and I'll help them out. And if they want to go topside and help their relatives out or like help their countrymen out, you just let him back up topside to make things better up there. You're not seeing the full scope of this, all right? Once once I get communication a little more broad and I can start picking up prayers outside of London, I could filter anyone into here, you know? And once I can filter people into here, it means they can't be kept caged up anywhere. This place is an end to prison. This place is always what I told you guys it would be. It's an end to sadness. No more this prison. Place. No more cages. No more, oh, that person's going to be locked away forever because they just have to make a call to me and they're gone and they're here. And maybe five, ten years later, they come back with a machine gun arm and a bunch of other people pissed off about that. This, Layla, it's the answer to all it's of that nonsense topside in your broken, destroyed apocalypse world. This place it's... is a prison to end all prisons. <laughs> No, no, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I know, I know. But it's like, no, come on, yeah. guys. It's it's so peaceful. Like, you're saying you wouldn't want to play, learn to play chess super well in a place where there's no rent, no bills, no hunger, no pain, no disease. Peaceful, restful island. Yeah, peaceful, restful island. Amazing. I, I like look. I don't. I, I don't know what your kingdom's going to look like, Layla. I, I have a pretty good idea what it might look like. Like I got. I got a bit of an idea. I got. I got a hunch. I got a hunch, Layla. I got a hunch. We all got a hunch, right? We got a hunch what your hell's going to look like. What your kingdom. What you're going to rule over is going to look like, right? But like, that's a lot of what other hells look like. This hell's different. It's its own thing. It's 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 not here to punish people. It's just here to take care of people. There are worse hells out there. I'm going to put that in the cult pamphlet next time we do a print. There are worse hells out there. And it's going to be a picture of like a when, Walmart with staff members inside of it. There are worse hells out there. It's going to be the when old When does the rest of the circle pull their ripcord and get the fuck out of here? I, I think we're about at that point. I, I think I need to get out of here. You guys, you guys want to leave? I can, I can sense, you know, scanners. I, I can pick up the the, the bailout hey, pheromones. Whoa, whoa, don't scan, don't scanners, Rowan. That's rude. His head will explode. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't not scan you guys. You're, you're, you're inside of me, okay? Like I, I, I it's oh, like hearing. Uh, uh, oh, that's uh, the only uh, person who's going to be inside of anyone else in this fucking place. Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, oh no! So first, you give me your heart, and now I'm inside of you. Yeah, uh, enjoy the privilege, Rigel. You're the only one here who ever experienced it. I, I feel like you guys are real hung up on the sex thing. Like, like real hung up on it, all right? I, I just want to say, it doesn't dominate you're, everyone's life. Uh, or you're going to be in for a surprise. <sighs> Have you seen the fucking internet? 
I mean, like, we have a clone of it down here. I, I'm pulling parts out of it that are just the worst, obviously. That's but, like, a problem. We got a clone of it. Oh. Let us leave all cats. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm cutting around like some sites. There's a site called Rotten.com. We're cutting right. We're throwing all that out. I'm not keeping any of that. That's we're good. We're good. Pornhub? No way. I, I mean, like, be in here. I mean, o- only if the actors involved, if I can confirm that they are actually okay with being in the video. Otherwise, yeah, a lot of that's got to go. A lot of a lot of things have to go. But like, but, uh, you know, it's the human internet. The only a cup around here is all cats are beautiful. There you go, right? See? I can feel like you guys want to leave, and that's fine. I, I can get the doorman for you and stuff, but like, I'm just, I, I, you got to give it a chance, all right? Like, do you want to work at Walmart your entire fucking life till you're 70 and then like die in fucking poverty? No, you come down here in your 20s. And live it up with all your friends. With all of your celibate G-rated friends. Do you bleep out the cuss words too? Can I say what? fuck? Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, fuck. Can, yeah, you can you can do I, I did Nintendo of America. I didn't Animal Crossing the place. I was gonna, and that, that I, I had a better idea with the dream state thing, you know, the Oh you were going them. to, okay. Well, I thought oh. it would be a little more easier to handle, right? Because you know, you know also, by the way, you know. This is my place too. Yeah, I get to have a share of the enjoyment of this place. Is that what you're into? Is it like uh, the, the the edging people for eternity? Is that your thing? <laughs> just just hanging out, just just being in a place, just enjoying a nap, a nice warm by the fire nap, some food. I mean, what if John, you'd gotten John Carradine in your cult? He can't even have himself a decent strangle wank down here. We can't. The man can't die from it. It's mm. damn inconsiderate. I don't know. How do you know about Kung Fu and Kung Fu The Legend Returns, but you don't know about RoboCop, Layla? <laughs> How does Layla not know about RoboCop? I'm sorry. I'm I'm very insulted right here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Fucking Layla Church. Oh, End of Sadness. Your references are making... End of Sadness' voice is getting gradually quieter as they rant on and on as, like, you guys are being slowly logged out. Ah. <laughs> uh... And of sudden, is you know having a having his own like happy hormones applied, so he just calm fuck down and just talk you, guys out. <laughs> you guys get logged. You guys get logged out. And the election uh, continues. That's the guy from Kill Bill. You surely you've seen that. Yeah, he's gone. They're gone. Uh, you guys are back in the promenade dome. You know the 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 entry area and the floors opening up and an elevator's coming up. Uh, oh. Oh. It's uh, guess... it's occupied. Oh. And there's a 15-foot-tall machine man made of rotting metal and green energy sitting Wait. in a throne plugged into it. Uh... Um, you know, I've got my own way out of here if we need. Time to, go, time to go to the cataract, I guess. Right. Is that you? <laughs> No, Layla Church, it's not the conduit. I figured we should talk very briefly before you leave. Oh, you're Despair 7. No. Oh. Rot Rowan. No. No, I turned Despair 7 off. They've served their purpose so far. So, there were hints and very clear messages and signs and portents 
and the conduit literally telling you that this was coming, and you came anyway, which means, despite the obvious warning signs, and I'm going to be very gentle and say fear that would be involved in this decision, this leads us to one obvious conclusion. You are here because you have questions. So I can answer some of those. This is what he, this is what they really look like. This is what woke up in them on the day that it happened. That's what it's going to look like when they stand at the end of the world. The thing I do, you know, with the sword arms and the four legs and all that, mm. that's their version of it. There it is. The Citrine Knight, is that the title? So, now that it's just us, no lawyers, what do you people want with my conduit? And what do you people want with my kingdom? Uh, I, well, first of all, an end to the bullshit, conduits, kingdoms, end of sadness. All the fucking dreams and armor you've built up around yourself. Somewhere along the line where you came here, you've made a mess of your damn life. Yep. That's about the that's about an accurate summation. There are problems though, hitches along the way that make this harder to detangle. When I talk about the conduit, I talk about the thing you talk to topside, which is a person which is like you, which is an independent thing that's in control of all of this. You can think of me, if you want, as a part of their them as a part of their subconscious or as an alien presence. It all amounts to about the same thing at the end of it. But when I talk about the conduit, I just talk about that person and how the powers changed them. And the power is the best word they have for it. So that's the word I have for it. I don't have explanations for the nuanced things about how this all works. I only have what I have. So I can answer questions. I can't tell you what you are or what this all means. I don't have that. I'm well aware. A very long time ago. Introductions to start with. I am the Viator. This is my kingdom. It's called Null Space. That name doesn't belong to me. That word doesn't belong to me. It's something that was fished out of the power. Oh, I meant your actual name. Oh, yeah. I don't have that. From a statement of philosophy, or is that off limits to you? I don't have it. I just don't. I could think, I could look, I could prod. I don't have access to that. The condo and I don't ex aren't active at the same times, so I lose access to that kind of uh, information or those very closely guarded parts of themselves, they build armor around, as you so put it. She turns to the other two members of the circle. Are y'all follow following this okay? Vaguely. 
My friend has built something up like associative uh, associative identity disorder, or um, some fucking Bruce Banner Incredible Hulk version of it. A little bit. Okay. They're not always wrong, though. You doubt them a lot more than you probably should about some of the things they talk about. They don't really have time for doubt or reflection about things a lot. This is complicated. Yes, it is. And the stakes couldn't be higher. It's You said it. It's it's the world, isn't it? Who stands at the, the end, end of the days. world? Yeah, it's coming and this weird fucked up PG-13 little lifeboat that they've built, maybe it'll help some people. Maybe it'll... God, it's a mess. But it doesn't fucking matter in the end. And I never really knew how to tell them that. Matters to the people they save. Doesn't matter to me. I'm not really interested in the byproduct of what this place gets filled with. I'm interested in this place. The, the people that are coming here, they don't matter that much. They'll get what they're getting. They're getting their afterlife exactly as the conduit described it, for better or for worse. This place isn't for that. This is a very... You know how children will sketch things on a book with like transparent paper? You know, they'll copy it over. This is something sure. like that. This is sort of a... This place is a weapons platform. It's meant to create tools to wage war. It's been badly copied and badly transcribed and badly shaped into something else, but that core element is still there. That core element of what I am is still there. A weapon. Pods that can make people into... Soldiers. Living persons. Maturation chambers for soldiers, manufacturing facilities for weapons, advanced technology for reconnaissance and drones. Material, not material. I don't have access to any of that, unfortunately. I can't make the conduit mass-produce weapons of destruction. I can't make them send an army into your world and start taking our enemies, and I can't have them feed me by force. They have to choose to do it. Same thing with the thing you call Despair 7. It's basically shackled to the conduit. We both are. We're a part of it. We can't make it do things. It runs the show. So we sit here in the basement, waiting for that to run out. Eventually, your topside will burn out any sort of Pollyanna-isms. No, I think you're wrong about that. Well, that's why I'm not topside, is it? Layla's walked over the edge of the, uh, what do you call it, promenade? Yeah. He's just staring out into the infinite gantry of steel, of steel and wires and 
racing electricity that's down there. All the empty pods lined up like coffins. Mm-hmm. How does Layla feel looking at all of that? She's remembering when she was at the bottom of the Thames. Fair. Seeing the, the many visions of hell, seeing the a ruined world and smoke rising up to God's empty throne and all the wretched things crawling up out of the cinders to try and lay a claw on it and claim it. I mean... At the end of the day, this is just one person's view of what they think would be perfect. Not everyone else's, not yours, not any, not a benevolent or malevolent deity. This is a person, a fallible person telling you what they think the afterlife should look like. But at the end of the day, just like every other afterlife, there's, whether it's hell, whether it's heaven, there's still shackles put on everyone. Even if they don't look like shackles. Even if they don't look like manacles that go across your ankles and stop you from moving in certain ways. They're still there, aren't they? It's not good enough. And I mean, that's what makes it hell, right? Hell isn't shackles. That's nonsense, the Vider will say as you're staring over in thought. Now that's life. Yes. Life is a prison. Hell is getting to the point where you could have seen it all gone a different way and realizing that your failure has destroyed that forever. Real hell, Layla, is our is living with our failure. What she thinks is that's revealing. What she says is They're going to have their hands full with us for a while, but this is a sideshow. It always has been, and it's never really been a way to get them to open up about it, because they've got so much staked on it. The, okay. action, the real action's not going to the real action's not going to happen in here, and it's what and what does. Well, I, oh my god, it's going to be fucking comedy and a tragedy all rolled up into one. But it doesn't fucking matter. We're still just in the wind-up of whatever's coming. They they have that wonderful little speech they like to roll out about the, about the world having already ended. But the truth is, we're still just playing the opening notes. You misunderstand, Layla. They're not talking about the world. They're talking about their world. 
And cut. <laughs> and cut. And cut. Yeah. Do you guys feel like that's a good point where the yeah. uh, Rigel, yeah. uh, Rowan, and Layla just kind of turn their back a little bit on End of Sadness and walk the fuck out back to the real world? Oh, yeah. You, gotta, you guys get an elevator out. It lifts you up, and then you're eventually kicked out of that same door. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, I, shit, um, right, yeah. Uh, as that elevator's going up, guys, um, there's a lot more of those snapping, popping sounds as you leave. And then when you get outside, like, out of the Gamma Cave, when there's an awful lot of empty on the ground. A lot, to a lot elaborate, lot. when that... Devin says a lot more of those snapping, popping sounds. He doesn't mean like pop, 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 pop. It is a chorus. It is a symphony that is going off constantly for minutes at a time. Yeah, there's a lot of klaxons and alarms going as it's uh, happening as machinery moves and those big giant rats start repositioning tech. Uh, tech. As the Viator looks on, staring down 15 feet tall. As the Viator of Null Space looks into you all and watches and watches their hell. It is for the briefest of moments. One of the most active places in existence. Across all places of Umbra, Lower Umbra, or Prime Material Plane, or whatever you're going to call whatever the world in darkness is, for the briefest of moments, maybe a total of five minutes, there are so many pops and movements of machinery as your elevator takes you back to where you came into End of Sadness's personal hell. It is as, well, it is as busy as it will ever be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that almost that, reminds me of... Was what does a tripkeeper laugh? I was doing my best for that. I, I figured we were going to end on that. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, like, like, cause we got it. We got to talk about the clothes for the listeners. We got to talk about the stuff. Oh, we do. Yeah, you're stuff. right. We do. We got to get, I know um, we had a couple good branch off points. But we actually have a thing we have to tell the listeners about. So we have to give them the context. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, when you guys leave the gamma cave or like the door in the gamma cave, uh, there's a lot of empty clothes all around where there were worshippers. And if you go and check the news, uh, whoever left, left, uh, Brendan. So how newsworthy is the rapture? The rapture is... The by Greater London rapture. The Greater London... No, I'm sorry. The Greater Brit Britain Rapture. Because while End of Sadness's cult did focus on London, that doesn't mean it didn't spread out to other areas of the United Kingdoms. 
There are small pockets in Scotland, Wales, and Ireland that do get taken by this. But for the most part, most of it is focused along Britain. People on holiday, people who have taken their families out, people who were ready. Most of the signs are people who are ready to go. There are no sudden crashes of airplanes as the rapture takes the faithful to end of sadness. End of sadness is maybe not the most benevolent God, but he, they, they delivered, they delivered. And, but they also did not want to cause undue suffering to people as I don't know, a plane crash in the greater London area. That would be counterintuitive. Yeah. People who were necessary were given the warning and the proper time to deal with their own personal things. Over the course of about a month, multiple more people continue to disappear and just leave their clothes behind. But during the initial uh, scouring, as people are called to the viator of null space and are brought to their very specific pods and are deposited into this hell. A good 20% of London's population and 5% of outer Britain's population, and maybe even 2% of the rest of the United Kingdom's population, is completely cold as the hell of End of Sadness takes place, and people are brought to it. And over time, over the next month, maybe two but very, but it becomes rarer going forward. Three. People will lay down for the night, kiss their family goodbye, and then all that is left is clothes. And, well, unless, of course, we're going to uh, focus more on the other downtimes that I have for other people, I think that's a fair place to end it for the night. Woot. <laughs> I think I think we're good there. That's a good introduction to the hell of other people, which is what its mm-hmm. fun little name is. <laughs> so what happened here, listeners, is a couple of things. When you get the charm to have your own hell, you have the ability to crack it open by making a roll and spending some essence to bring people in. But it's like a dozen at a time. You don't really have a lot of thorough put on that, right? But because I dumped points into having the wish power... Um, how the wish works is you make a wish. I grant it, it boosts a stat on your sheet and then there's a catch and the catch is end of silence gets a favor off you. And if they call that favor in and you decide not to do it, you go to hell. Uh, you go like directly to hell. Like your corporeal body is taken into a rift into hell to be tortured forever. It's usually the hell of burrowing maggots cause that's the kind of charm it is. Once you take the, have your own hell charm, you can substitute charms that send you to a specific hell to your own hell. So all out of sadness did because they never call in the marker on their wishes. Like I, I just stockpiled those favors basically was just send out a, um, 
Oh God, what's that charm called of mine? Not uh, not Tintinabula. Oh, is it Tintinabula? Yeah, disembodied voice Tintinabula, which is a one dot charm that lets you talk to your entire cult whenever you want. Just sent out a call to all of them at once, telling them that they have a task. And the task was very simple, listeners. It was go to Mount Everest and remove one human body's worth of weight of garbage. Do that in a year and a day, nothing happens. That's the favor called in. Don't do that or willingly choose not to do that. You go to the hell of other people into your pod. So anyone, so end of silence can grant wishes by hearing a wish. So if you make a phone call to them, if they hear you over a loudspeaker or watching surveillance footage or a live stream or something, and you make a wish, they can grant it and then they can send you the favor. And if you say no, you go straight to hell. But hell's the afterlife. It's the ark. So the entire cult booked. It's kind of a genius plan to work with uh, being a being an infernal, in my opinion. It's, a, it's an elegant way to get past the bottleneck, for sure. Um, I looked at the infernal charms. There's not a lot of charms that let you uh, send someone to a hell. Like there's like maybe four or five off the top of my head. So finding the effect and being able to substitute with your own hell changes things depending on how your hell works. Uh, right? It only takes you two to five dot charms. <laughs> Fucking right. <In> essence three. <laughs> yeah, you oh, got. Oh, 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 we're going to complain that we needed essence three and uh, a pair of five dot charms to send like a significant percentage of the populace of Great Britain to hell. Give me a fucking break. The fucking that'll Brexit have, happened. That'll ha- yeah, no, Brexit has definitely happened here. Um, that'll have some effects on other people's downtimes, which we will get into with the next episode. Awesome. All right. So I was Devin. Brendan. Peter. Alden. Sam. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. This game is a collaboration between A Pair of Dice Lost and Sponsored by Nobody Podcasts. You can find us at apairofdicelost.podbean.com and sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. You can find Exalted vs. World of Darkness over at holdenshearer.wordpress.com.